The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. I got a fever, and the only prescription is more over the line! This, I'm sorry, Smokey, you were over the line, that's the problem. Is the cigar authority. Is it true that if you don't use it, you lose it? The authority. Is that a serious question? On everything cigar. No, it wasn't. In. It's like I picked the wrong week to quit smoking. And out of the cigar industry. Sounds pretty awesome. With your host. You have to use so many cuss words. David Garofalo. Whenever I'm about to do something, I think, would an idiot do that? And if they would, I do not do that thing. Mr. Jonathan. Check out the name tag. You're in my world now, Grandma. Barry Stein. The scotch on the rocks. Any scotch will do, as long as it's not a blend, of course. Uh, single malt. Glenolivet, Glenfiddich, perhaps. Maybe a Glengow. Any Glen. It's time to light them up. Sounds really fun. It's time. Cool. Cool. Cool, cool. For the Cigar Authority. I gotta have more cowbell. Light them up, light them up, light them up, everybody. Broadcasting live from the La Flua Dominicana Cigar Sound Set today. Let's meet the real cigar experts, the staff of a cigar store, the salesman and saleswoman of a cigar store. Welcome, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. You're listening to the Cigar Authority. Oh, sorry, wrong show. Wrong, wrong show. show. <laughs> that was the show before us. They were yelling and screaming. I'm pumped up, too. Broadcasting over eight years, making it the longest continually running cigar podcast, awarded the Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar Journal Magazine, awarded the Top Ten Educational Podcast by Podbean four years in a row. The Cigar Authority is the most listened to cigar podcast in the world cigar radio at its finest the cigar authority is a proud member of the united podcast network catch the podcast on demand at any time or our daily blog on the you want to get pumped up political tnt find that podcast uh, it comes on right before ours but you can find it on itunes political tnt the yell and scream it's jack Shop. you're gonna you're gonna love it you're going to love half of it? Yeah, yeah you're gonna absolutely. Hate, you're going to hate that. half of it, no right. matter what your political views are. Absolutely. So uh, this is the Cigar Authority, a much calmer, more relaxed type of uh, enjoying premium cigars. And uh, we ask our listeners to help us try to come up with ideas for the show, because we've been doing this for eight years. So we have over 400 episodes that are out there. And as opposed to doing the same thing over and over... Can we think of some different type of show to do? And somebody, I don't remember who it was, said, why don't you bring the staff on from the cigar store and let's see what they like and interview them a little bit. So and as could. usual, because it wasn't your idea, you and Barry hated it initially. And then, and then we made it our own. And you came up. And it became our own. You came and up with the it. idea yourself. So uh, for the first time, I believe... Coming out, coming out behind the curtain is Ed Sullivan. You never saw him before. Those that are, are watching on uh, YouTube, because you can not only listen to the show if you want to end up seeing what this I want to know, does Ed like? Sullivan look at all like he sounds like? Right. Is, is this a surprise to everybody? Because we, Probably. we saw him before we heard him, because he was customer of the store. Yes. But a lot of people have only heard him. So Ed Sullivan is not only our producer, but he is a, a cigar salesman, and he is our newest and our oldest cigar salesman, I believe. It, it's a paradox, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, I mean, so I've been coming into the store, what? What did we figure, 1995 or something? Sounds right. It sounds about right. right. So, so I've been, been a part of two guys since 95, yeah. and then I just started working here in July. 
Wow. Yeah. So things went very bad for you. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever happened went Whatever very happened. terribly wrong. Terribly wrong. Because yeah. you were you were what we call at, at the cigar shop a whale. And a whale is somebody that spends a lot of money. And there's a handful of whales. you got the guys that spend the money. And you're on the, on the whales list. We have a, a cigar dinner once a year where we bring the top guys. Yeah. You would be there because you are a whale. Right. Well, let me tell you, I know what I pay, and I and you can't afford to be a whale. <laughs> I, I, you must be stealing from me is what I'm getting to. I, I think, Dave, I'll probably still crack the top ten this year. Yeah, I think so. I think you will. Yeah, I mean, I've got my I think you did. I got fact. my list of what I purchased just today when and, we And that's at discount. He gets the, the uh, employee <laughs> discount, and he still manages. So thank you for all that. But what made you do it? What made you, of all this time, liking cigars to say, let me start selling cigars? So I was in the computer business 33 years, and... And most recently, I was VP of engineering at a uh, medical software company. And, and I can imagine that pays around the same as a salesman in a cigar shop. Yeah, it's, yeah. Roughly, <laughs> it's roughly the same. I, I think I figured out at one point, Dave, I could work the rest of my life here, no matter how long I live, and not make what I made last year. <laughs> right, that's it. <laughs> but uh, a company private equity firm came in and bought the company and i thought well i'll give it a quarter see how this goes and it didn't go well yeah so i just uh, decided to leave that job in january of last year and then i painted every room in my house and then figured out oh wait i'm not dead yet yeah i, I got to do something for the rest of my life so, so you you kind of said you were retired yeah, sort of, yeah. but I, I knew I couldn't just do nothing, Yeah, and so I think I, I texted you at some point and said, Dave, you got any jobs? How much, <laughs> yeah, did, like, what? How much <laughs> of that decision was made by your wife being sick of you being home uh, th That was a, a big part of it. She <laughs> at one point said to me, you have to make at least enough money to cover your cigar budget. So I thought, well, let's kill two birds with one stone, yeah, get a discount, <laughs> spend it all on cigars. It's so awesome. It's been well, working out great. You're certainly overqualified for each position that you have here at Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's awesome to have you here. Uh, and I said you are the newest, but you're also the oldest employee because... Yeah, not age-wise. No? Though. Oh. Old Far Freddy got you? Old Far Freddy, Pat. Pat. Wow. Yeah. All right, so you're in third. Uh, Pete. Really? I mean, Pete's a little All bit. Right. We're basically the same age. All right. So we got some, we got some old dudes here, and we got some young dudes. And you're going to meet. Oh. You're going to actually meet half the staff today. See, oh. I just <laughs> assumed that when you talk about having a career for 33 years, that you were older than what you are. No. I've been making the wrong assumption ah, about your yeah. age, Ed Sullivan. I'm sorry. I, I believe Dave's older than me. Really? Yes. 57. 56. All right. Yeah. You're catching up, though. I will. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> One of these days. <laughs> One of these days. So you've been smoking cigars for? You know, I, we'll go with handmade premium cigars. You know, yeah. I did the high school thing where, oh, we won the football game. Let's smoke a Garcia Vega yeah. or something. But uh, I started smoking premium cigars when I quit smoking. So... 1990, 1991, right okay. in that range. And then f five years or so later, you started coming to Two Guys Smoke Shop. Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't visit your Massachusetts stores. Okay. And 
Really, I, I mostly started the way a lot of people do, right? Oh, the Thompson's catalog came in. Let me see what yes. this is. And yeah. So I bought some stuff there until I found my home. Yeah. And I think I, I first became aware of you on alt.smokers.cigars. Well, that's it. So you were a cigar geek early on, meaning that you were in the technology side of your business anyway, but you'd go on there and be on this little chat room that we would have, and there was somebody... To, Listeners would know Steve Saka, now Ed Sullivan, myself, uh, Cigar, Cigar Craig, Craig. Yeah. and uh, there was a handful of us that were there along with uh, pe people I Was that really like a chat box like ours works on the video? No, would it, it was be in real time or no, you'd was, have to refresh? It was called Usenet. Redial yeah. up? A news group. Okay. Yeah, so, you could, so a lot of it was at that time dial up. You'd dial up and then download all the new messages and respond to them and that sort of thing. And you choose which subject you want you how were talking the hell about. did you figure that somebody out? did it for did me or whatever <laughs> i got on there yeah. and i got myself in a lot of trouble because i'd go into sales mode that somebody would be saying oh how about this such and such cigar and i'm not able to find it anywhere and i'd be like my eyes would open up and i'm like i got some and here's my phone number and stuff and they go hey there's no doing that well it wasn't just you though right the, you'd see it time and time again okay we want retailers to post and as soon as they did the sharks would circle and attack the retailer for posting yeah and, and you, you really hey let's what smoke a, a cigar oh yeah we're, we're starting the chat here and we it is a cigar show so let, let's pass the first cigar out here and uh barry what do we got well, today's first cigar is the Via Havana Corojo, and it's manufactured in Costa Rica by Via Havana Cigars. The size that we're smoking is the 6.5 by 52 El Moro, and it features an Ecuadorian Corojo wrapper and the binder and fillers are non-disclosed. It's part of the Cigar Authority Care Package, and a single cigar will set you back $8.99, while a box of 20 is $159.99, which is a savings of just under $20, or 11% off the single price at twoguyscigars.com. If you're too far away from a brick-and-mortar retailer that carries it, try twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two, guyscigars.com. Okay, it's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo, the brand, while all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. So as Barry said, we're going to unfinished foot over here. and um, Which typically nice. will restrict your draw, but uh, there's something about the Via Havana's. The, uh, the draw doesn't appear to be affected much by the, un the unfinished foot. Raisiny sweetness. Raisiny sweetness on the cold draw. Almost this a rum raisin, kind of. Yeah? Part of the care package, so you guys smoke it along before you even light the cigar. Take a drawer on it. You may find that it does have a tight draw, but it really doesn't. It's, it's being blocked by the tobacco. But you taste that raisiny type, uh, and maybe a little rum. Yeah, a little rum raisin. Okay. And uh, today we're going to light our cigar with the Vertigo Gauntlet. This is a three-jet inline lighter featuring a uh, dual body. You've got a plastic tank. And you got a metal distressed body, easy adjustment wheel at the bottom, and a little bonus flip-out bullet punch, all retailing for $19.99. That's the Vertigo Gauntlet, retailing for $19.99. So now as you draw it in, as you're lighting the cigar, what you're drawing in is the outside tobacco leaf on here is drawing into the body of the cigar. It gives you a little different initial taste because you're getting more outside wrapper leaf 
uh, which will, will fade off in a short period of time. Also, you got to be careful of the ash at that point because that... that yeah, a little bit of it crumbles. Yeah. That could fall off. Now, this is the Habano. Corojo. 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 Because it's got a little kick to it already. It does. A little <clears throat> spice component. Um, so, Ed, uh, wrapping it up with you, I want to know, um, you, you've been uh, selling cigars only for a short period of time. How long has it been now? Uh, six months. Six months. What do you think? Well, I've been meaning to talk to you about Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I like it quite a bit. You is, know? is it what you thought it was from being on the other side looking in? and? It, I think it is. You yeah? Know, for, for me, the most fun is introducing people to things they haven't tried before. You okay. know, and we make recommendations all the time. It's great when you see the same people. They come back and tell you, oh, I really like that one. So now, now, you've never been in any retail sales or sales position at all at no. anything. So you're, you're the most underqualified person to actually have a position like this. Correct. But you do know cigars. Right. <laughs> um, and I've I found over the years, 33 years hiring people, it, it's actually not good to get somebody that really knows their cigars and has no sales experience at all. The better is having somebody with sales experience and teaching them cigars. Well, it certainly is easier to teach someone about cigars than it is to teach them. If they don't have a background in customer service, and that's really what we have, Yeah, that is the most difficult thing to teach because you have to teach somebody basically how to be selfless and put the other person's needs ahead of their own. Very tough to do, but what I will say about Ed Sullivan here is he has that naturally. Well, I think it's because the he was a manager, so he managed people, and basically dealing with consumers is managing people also. Sure. So I, I think that's what the part of it that ended up working and, for you know, because I, typically it doesn't. I dealt with a lot of crazy employees over the year, and some of our customers are <coughs> Like crazy challenging. employees? And some of our your, your co-workers, maybe, and we'll, well get to that. Speaking of crazy, <laughs> Ernesto Perez Carrillo, welcome to the oh show. Oh, my God. Hello, everybody. <laughs> doesn't, he, doesn't he look exactly like Ernesto Perez Carrillo? And this is uh, Pat Palladino, not Aladino like the cigar. It's, it's Palladino. Yes. And uh, Pat? You've been with us as a part-time employee. I remember Pat uh, was one of those customers also that uh, would come in every Saturday and uh, buy lots of cigars. You were up there in the wheels category also. <laughs> Still is. And uh, Pat would said to me, this is a long time ago, man. This is the 90s, that when I retire, uh, I'm going to come to work for you. And... One day, you came to me and said, wow, it's only like 30 days from now. And I'm like, what? And this is years later. It's only 30 days from now. I said, what? He says, when I start working here. And I'm like, you meant that? <laughs> and I did. You did. And you yeah. became part-time what year? Uh, 2004. 2004. So here we are a lot of years later. You are the longest-running part-time employee of all time here at Two Guys, and maybe of all time in the world. Probably. I think the record's 17 years. Really? Yeah. For. <laughs> so where did you start off at? Started off working in the uh, post office. Post office. Retired from the post office. So what a risky thing, right? In those uh. days, the post office guy was the guy you were scared of because they would go postal on you, and there's lots of reasons for that. But, yes, I took the chance with Pat and said, yeah. bring him on. And uh, you did work retail, though, pretty much. Oh, yeah. I worked, the last 18 years, I worked on the window. So you met everybody in that city. What comes the, to you, the crazies, the normal people. You dealt with everything. Selling stamps. Selling stamps, taking packages, giving information out, and 
must have been different coming into here because now you have to kind of give a crap about the person because we all know the <laughs> reputation yeah. of uh, postal workers. Uh, I'm, I'm on break now. <laughs> no, stand, I just need one stand. Yeah. I'm on break. Oh, I never did that. Never. No? No. no. That was a reputation of the postal workers. Yeah. I never saw oh. you in person, but... No, that, we would just... I would take care of the people. I mean, everybody comes in. They got a problem. You know, you, try, you, you solve it for them. Right. That's it. Solving problems. Um, so then you, you end up coming to work in the store. From, from your vantage point of being a customer, and then all of a sudden you started working. If you can go that far back and remember, okay, now I'm the employee. Is this what you thought it was going to be? Yeah, it is. Yeah? It's, yeah, because you're dealing with the people, with the public, you know, and it's nice. A lot of people coming in here, right, it's a lot different because people coming in here want the product. Yeah, they're coming in happy to come in. They're happy to come in. Most 99% of the people come in here smiling. Yeah. Right? And they're happy, and it's great to wait on them, and it's great to service them. And the, the big thing about it is when the people come in and they're asking you questions and they don't know what they really want, and they say, I smoked a cigar the other day that had a red band. Yeah. Oh, good. There's only, there's only <laughs> it was 600 a, of those. It was in yeah. a brown box. Yeah. Brown I remember box. that. And it was mild. And then you find out, right, it was like a Padrone or something like right. that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a brown band, band. and yeah. it, it is full-bodied, and but whatever. So we, we figure it out as it goes on. And um, for you to continue to stay on all this time, you're obviously happy. Oh, yeah, definitely. It's, it's yeah. great, yeah. And... Um, do you tend to sway people over to the liking of the type of cigar that you smoke? No, I like. I ask them what they like first, and then I can go from there. Now, if somebody comes in like something that's strong, you can sway them into something that you like, or you know, they'll come well, in. Because you tend like, to smoke fuller-bodied cigars. Right, I smoke fuller-bodied. I smoke mild, but I tend to go with the fuller-bodied. Yeah. And most people want mild cigars. Yeah. And, you know, you've got so to you're not going to try to say, I love this cigar, you should try this. You know it's not no, going to be good for them. No, it's not going to be good for them. And that's yeah. not right because, you know, then they're not, they're going to leave unhappy. Yeah. You've got to give them what they want. It's, you can't sell them something that they don't want. If they want something mild, you go from there and, you know, you figure it out with them. Yeah. You, you, you should, walk it through it with them. So what is your favorite cigar of everything? If you can only have one cigar... And I see, I see what you purchase. I'm, you're, you're a single cigar buyer, lots of them, right. all different things. You don't want all the same things, so you bounce around an awful lot. What is your favorite I'd say right pa now? Padron. 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 Just regular stock, 1,000 no, series? I, I would say, no, the Padron Anniversary. Yeah? I would okay. go with the, I like the number six. Natural or Maduro? Na Maduro, always Maduro. I always find the Maduro, even though all we know about Padron. Yeah. Right? I find that... The darker wrap is a little bit more sweeter. It is. And, it, and I find that the lighter wrap is a little drier on the palate. Mm -hmm. I agree with that. Okay. And Pat, do you like the Presidente in the tube? Oh, I'd love to have that cigar, but it's very tough. It's I, one of our biggest I, I may have one for you at some point. Really? Very tough to get. Very tough. Very tough very to tough. get. How about you, Ed Sullivan? Favorite cigar? Uh, it's hard to pick a favorite. You know, you I, bounce around, too. Yeah, listen, I got my list of what I bought today. <laughs> today, okay. So this will be kind of what we're smoking this month. <laughs> Two boxes of Neanderthal SGP. Okay, so Roma, Roma Craft. Craft. A box of uh, Perdomo Small Batch Half Coronas. Oh, you uh, jerk. You better not have got the last box. <laughs> I wanted a box of those. I, I in fact, did. You yeah, we did. son of a... <laughs> 
Um, I'm stealing one of those. AJ Fernandez, New World, Connecticut Coronas. That's his 3.30 in the morning cigar right there. He wakes up early in the morning. He starts off. By yep. the time he gets here, he's on number three. Sober Mesa, Short Churchills. All right. And Padron. Anniversario Presidente. Now, those are boxes, everybody. <laughs> I counted five. I think we had six. Six? Six. Six, six. six oh, boxes, two boxes in a month. That's how to do it, folks. That's how you do it. He's a professional, but that's how you do it. You want but to change things around here? I don't right. know if I'm going to have to buy more now. Jonathan mooched one cigar. I promised one to Pat. <laughs> All right, there's two down. Oh, my God. I don't know. So that messes with stuff. So you bounce around, and you're not afraid of Connecticut Shade. Are you no. afraid of Connecticut no. Shade? No. So they like full-bodied, but not afraid of Connecticut Shade. And because you're missing it if you end well, up. Well, what I'll say about you, Pat, is that it seems to me that the stuff that you bring home tends to be stronger, and the stuff that you smoke in the store, you still smoke stronger stuff, but that's when I see you bouncing around right. is the stuff that you're smoking on, on, uh, on the clock. And I will say in my defense, if I need defending, those are almost all small cigars except for the Padron. So. Right. You know, I have attention span problems. I get uh, <laughs> bored with the cigar, and I got to move to another one. Up oh, that ding ding means it's time for the matchup of the week. Brought to you by VS. VS means versus, but it stands for Victor Sinclair. Victor Sinclair cigars. Who would win this hypothetical battle? Both of you guys have facial hair. Right. Everybody up here except me facial hair. Burt Reynolds. You versus, have eyebrows. Yeah, I got it. Yeah. Mm. Burt Reynolds versus Tom Selleck. We did this before. Each have to shave their mustache and get girls' phone numbers. Oh, all right. Who gets the most girls' phone numbers? Burt Reynolds versus Tom, Tom Selleck. Selleck. So you guys think facial hair is, uh, makes you more attractive, It's right? sexy. It's sexy. Yeah? You got two iconic mustaches. Now, here's what would happen. Burt Reynolds would try to shave his mustache. The razor would dull immediately, and the mustache would stay on. So in the end, it's going to be Burt Reynolds because his mustache would not allow itself to be shaved at this point. It's mythic. Yeah. Tom Selleck. Tom Selleck. This, his mustache. That's the best. That's, that's the, best the best old bushy mustache, and without it, he'd be lost. So that you're answering Burt Reynolds like I am, that he could get the girls without a mustache? Tom Selleck can't? I think so. Okay. It's Sullivan? I'm going Tom Selleck on this. I mean, he seems more vibrant than Burt does these days. Burt seems a little Twelve. broken down. Yeah. Well, are we going today or 20 years ago? Ah, I didn't say in their prime or not, so I'm going to go today. Yeah. Neither one. <laughs> you can get a girl's phone number? The answer is Brian Bosworth. It's a trick question. What do you think, Barrons? I think Burt Reynolds has more game. Really? And it comes down to he's game old at that man. point. He's, he's kind of broken up, man. You're just mad that he <laughs> charges too much money to come to the anniversary <laughs> party. Yes, I am. <laughs> so, therefore, the winner is Tom Selleck. Or uh, Tom Selleck will take the win there. So, uh, Pat looks like Ernesto Perez Carrillo, the EPC uh, guy, even back when it was Gloria Cubana, people used to come in, think that you were him. Yes. So we've been How many autographs have you signed? Not too many. Yeah. You, they were together at one point? Yes, you do have a picture of me and uh, him together. Together? Yeah. It, it's uncanny. So if you're wondering what Pat ends up looking like. Uh, do you look like anybody, Ed Sullivan? Unique. Totally yeah. unique. Yeah. U- unique person. They both have glasses. They both have facial hair. Uh, uh, you may see more of that as we, it's coming on. We are the dream team on Thursday. Thursday. That's right. 
Absolute Pat and dream I team. together. These three guys, yeah. You come to two guys in Salem. These little guys you'll end up seeing here. And uh, that is it. So uh, what do we think here of the um, Via Havana Corojo? Is this something you smoke, Pat, once in a while? You're not smoking right now, but... Uh. I've smoked a couple of them. The yeah. Corojo, I like the, believe it or not, the Connecticut. You like the Connecticut yeah. better on it, which is my favorite of, of the bunch, too. But Ed Sullivan, liking the fuller body stuff, too? What do you think? Yeah, I'm enjoying the cigar. It has a little more oomph to it than I expected. It's got a little bit of spice to it, good flavor. Is this kind of first to you, first? I don't think I've smoked this one. I've wow. smoked the Connecticut. Well, in our second hour, I'm going to smoke something I never smoked before. Yeah, me too. You never I, smoked it? Okay. The uh, Via Havana Corojo is my go-to in the line, not the Connecticut. I like the Corojo, and I, I smoke this when I'm bored of my regular stuff that I'm smoking all the time. I need some, uh, to change it up, and I go Via Havana Corojo, and it, it, it always scratches the itch. Yeah, could this be something in your rotation? Or this? Ed Sullivan likes a smaller ring-gauge cigar. Let's no, go to that right now. I, I think when I... Go to the Corojo, it's Aladino for me because, you know, Paladino. Obviously. So that was on the box list last month, uh, Aladino. And I like the Corona in that one, although. As do I. Yeah. I like them all. Pat, what do you like for size? Me, uh, either Robusto or a Toro. 50 green gauge, anything bigger than that's getting to be too yeah. much. So see, the older guys, the guys, the, the seasoned cigar smoker tends to like the smaller ring gauge. When I say smaller, 50 ring gauge, which used to be the, the big Huge, one, yeah. right? Yeah. used to be the big one, but anything more than that, <clears throat> too much for you, right? Too much. Uh, you know, on the box press, sometimes a, a 52 or even a 54, the mouth feel. Yeah, it feels okay. more like a 50. I can yeah, deal with it. You can deal with it. Okay, so uh, it, um, Barry, what on, do you think? On this cigar, I'm getting a, a well-defined, unsalted sunflower seed. <laughs> of course you're going to give yourself that. I knew that was coming. <laughs> yeah, because you're at, at the helm. Are you crazy? Because anybody else, it would have been crickets. crickets. Yeah, anybody else would have had that. <laughs> An unsalted sunflower seed, you, which you've never had in your life. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's licked all the salt off before and then chewed him, I yes. guess. Do you swallow the sunflower seed, the whole thing? No, I don't want a plant to grow inside me. <laughs> Bad enough, I did that with a watermelon once. I look you, at me I now. Used to, I used to eat the sunflower seeds. Hole with the shell, shell with the shell and all. Don't tell the Nick Perdomo story. All right, Nick <laughs> Perdomo gross. was in the hospital over that. Yeah. Hmm. Over the hospital during, by the way, during it was uh, Super Bowl weekend when it ended up happening. So Nick, if you listen to this, I remember the story. He tells that story. I mean, I fell off the chair laughing it, for somebody's pain. Right. What it is it's right. terrible. You laughed but, at his pain. Nice but it job. Was, it was really what a story it is. So don't eat the whole sunflower seed. All right, we're going to take a break. Uh, Pat and Ed, thanks for joining us. When we come back, more employees, the younger ones of the cigar shop. Uh, we have a bunch of them, and we're going to meet them one on one when we return. We're live from Studio Twenty One Podcast Cafe. And you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast. Network. This is David Garofalo, and you've heard me say it over and over again for many years. Please support your local cigar retailer. And I mean it. If you don't buy from them, they will go away, and then what? There'll be no place to go. That being said, 
Sometimes you're far away from any cigar shops or a place that doesn't carry the stuff you've been hearing about and you want to try it. That's where twoguyscigars.com comes in. It's the number twoguyscigars.com. And unlike most online cigar shops, at twoguyscigars.com, you can buy a single cigar of whatever you want. You don't have to buy boxes or even five packs and suffer through cigars you might not even like. One of this and one of that is acceptable, appreciated, and commonplace at twoguyscigars.com. That's the number, twoguyscigars.com. Thank you for your business. Ooh, we're gonna have fun. When the Cigar Authority returns on the United Podcast Network. There was a time when cigars were the hallmark of elegance and success. In this time gone by, the aficionado would revel in opening a beautiful box, only to find their favorite celebratory smoke emblazoned with a heritage-laden band. It's time to put the bundle down and travel back to this golden age. For your voyage, may we humbly suggest the only cigar worthy of being packaged in a handmade marble box. Berlin Wall Series from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number no. 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm-hmm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lining up the diamond crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or diamond crown lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman's Garco or visit diamondcrown.com. I want to talk to you today about my friend Glenn Case from Christoph Cigars. I've known him for many years. Glenn is a very nice guy, one of the nicest guys in the industry. Always friendly, always happy. So when I heard his brand Christoph was pissed off, I was surprised. Christoph cigars have always been known as smooth and rich, and the pissed off Christoph is just that. But there's something else happening here. A natural San Andreas wrapper, the binder, Indonesian, and the filler, Nicaraguan. And like Glenn Case, the cigar starts off sweet, but then it gets pissed off. And like Bruce Banner, you don't want to piss off Glenn Case about Kristoff cigars. Or do you? Expect some spins and a nicotine kick. Strap yourself in for a ride. Pissed off Kristoff is deceivingly strong. You've been warned. Sold in 10-count boxes, four sizes including Churchill, 6x60, Robusto, and Corona Gorda. The hottest new brand is the Pissed Off Kristoff. Take it for a ride. 
Since 1964, Padron Cigars have had the same mission. With over 50 years spent to create a perfect cigar, and more than 100 years to create a perfect legacy, the Padron family understands the significance of time. Padron delivers only the finest handmade complex cigars with the flavor of the Cuban heritage, out of which the Padron recipe was born. The Padron mission is simple, exceptional quality of their cigars and not the quantity produced. As a vertically integrated family-owned company, personal attention to every detail is taken in all steps of the tobacco growing and cigar making process. Padron Cigars, they give you, the cigar smoker, the confidence that each cigar is the same. Perfect. Padron Cigars, handcrafted since 1964. I want to tell you about my friend Hochi Blanco, a fourth-generation Dominican cigar maker known for growing tobacco and producing highly acclaimed cigars for other people. If some things stay the same, other things have to change. Finally, Hochi's factory, Tobacalera Palmer, has produced a cigar that not only belongs to the factory, but pays homage to the cigar rolling room known as La Galera. The La Galera Connecticut blend is special, using an Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper, surrounding a Dominican blend of Peloto Cubano, Criollo 98, and a varietal that Hochi named T112. With the exception of the wrapper, Hochi grows all of the La Galera tobaccos himself and carefully watches over every step. The flavor, smooth, but still offering plenty of flavor in all sizes, paying homage to the people and tools used in the factory. Now for the amazing part. La Galera, Connecticut has a suggested retail price ranging from $4.95 to $6 and has been awarded the Cigar of the Year by the Cigar Authority. La Galera, Connecticut, creating their own version of the Connecticut cigar because they demand more. This is Armand Asante, and you are listening to the Cigar Authority. back live from the La Flor Dominicana Cigar Sound Stage right above Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. 33 years in the cigar business. Lots of employees. Actually less than you'd probably you'd probably think for most stores. Some of these guys have been around a long time. Let's meet the employees. Welcome back everybody to the Cigar Authority. With us right now is Mike Ward and Mike uh, is not only a uh, cigar salesman but he actually rolls cigars. Yeah, thanks to you. Yeah? You learned how to roll cigars. <laughs> yeah, I think I got stuck with it because nobody else wanted to do it, yeah. but it's fine by me. Yeah. So, Mike, how long have you been here at Two Guys Smoke Shop? Uh, I think I started in the summer of 2003, to be honest with you. It's been a while. 2003, so you got 15 years in. You also started off as a customer coming in the store. Yeah, back when, when you were across the street. Across the street. Mm-hmm. And you'd come in and try all kinds of different cigars. You were, you were uh, much like these guys, that um, you weren't on a certain brand or anything. You'd be yeah. trying everything and everything, which is what interests me. You know, somebody that smokes cigars and, and they smoke the same thing over and over and over, the same thing, they really don't know a lot about cigars because they know that specific cigar. And mm-hmm. that's, that's a tough thing uh, to have somebody like that working in a cigar store because they only know that narrow, narrow part of what it is. Yeah. So uh, that was part of the interest for you. And let me ask you, when you when you started working as a customer, being on the other side, you started working in the store, different than you thought it was going to be? No, not really, because I've done sale, retail sales before, so 
it actually was a lot easier than probably most people because I already knew a lot of the people that were going to be you, shopping. Right. So you hung them. around the store. You knew the customers. It's just like, hey, how you doing? Guess what? I work now. Right. <laughs> right. So. You're basically, you're a walking encyclopedia of <laughs> tobaccos. So how did you get to the point where you know so much because I, I feel like I know a lot and uh, you're the guy that I go to every single time if I have a question about a specific tobacco or flavor profile. So how did you get that training? I can do it very easily with two fingers. That guy, yeah. David Garofalo. Just listen to stuff he talks about with all the different reps and stuff. You know. And he has an unbelievable memory. And that's the problem. As I get older, I forgot so much <laughs> stuff. And I go to him and I say, and he, you know, I ask him the question. He goes, well, you're the one that told me. And I go, well, yeah, I know. I just can't remember. <laughs> Stop rubbing it in. I can't remember it. So you have a good memory, which is, uh, is a great thing to, to, uh, to have. And remembering the customer by name when the customer comes in. He's, it, memory is a... Is a what a tool that is, if you have it. When the customer comes in the store, you, the customer listening, you walk in and I say, hi, Joe, when you come in. Oh, my God, that's, you know, that takes half the battle away that you know. And then when you want a box of your regular stuff, you know, yeah. it's like being a great bartender that you know what the guy drinks. Yeah. Here it is, you know exactly what the guy smokes. Or would you think of that cigar you had last week mm -hmm. that you came in? Did you like it? And is he going to buy a box of it now? He tried it. That's the other benefit about knowing the customer. If you get something new in, you know if he's going to like it or not. So right. you're not afraid to recommend it. Yeah, recommend him something he's thinking as opposed to even I, I've seen you guys do it, and I have no problem with it. I love that you do it. The guy comes up with a handful of cigars, and you look at a cigar, and you go, I don't think you're going to like this one. Yeah. You're actually removing it from the purchase. And it seems like, oh, my God, that's a terrible salesman uh, because it's not ringing up a sale that could have happened. We're taking it away. But it's actually a great salesman. Because now the trust is built up at that point. We know we know you're not going to like that. It looks like it's maybe a mild cigar. It's really not. Or, yeah. you know, you just know. I don't usually good. remove it, but I will tell them. I go, this is kind of mild for what you like. You sure you want it? Yeah. Go, yeah I'm going to try to go first thing in the morning with a cup of coffee. You'll be fine. Yeah, right. You know, but. All right. So. Uh, What's your go-to? Me? Well, just like the sticker downstairs says, I not to sound like I'm kissing Dave's butt or anything, but I do like the Garofalo a lot. You're smoking it now, so there's, yeah. a, there's a ringing endorsement. Yeah, I like the Connecticut. I like the Sun Grown the most. Funny thing is, I thought I'd actually like the Maduro, but it's probably my least favorite out of the three lines. Okay. As it is mine. I think we're very similar when it comes to um, strength profiles or something. You're a little beefier than I am to, of what you like, but yeah. it, it's around that. And when we've tested cigars over the years and, you know, here, try these, see what you think, it's usually he's a go-to guy that... I'm like, ah, I don't think we should do it. And you go, you come up and you say, no yeah. way. No, I didn't make it. Ah, I don't think so. And um, you, the salesman that's listening to the show, selling us cigars, um, these are the guys that are on the ground floor. Of, front lines, of a, man. Front line of, the, of mm. the store. And, yeah, you give me a cigar or something. But believe me, I'm going to go to them myself and say, hey, what do you think of this? Uh, because they're the ones... Yeah, feet on the, feet on the ground, yeah. frontline soldiers. Basically. Are they going to be able to sell this to a customer? Yeah. Is it price right? Is it uh, where it should be for what it, what it is? And yeah. uh, you know, usually you don't get an answer from us right away. And the answer is because we're doing something like this, and and Mike's mm -hmm. a go-to guy for this. And at one time we used to be big into pipe tobacco because oh, yeah. you're, you're, Mike smokes everything um, legally. Yeah, right, <laughs> <laughs> everything legal. But uh, big pipe guy. And when, when you started with me, I, you know, we were 
half the store was pipe tobacco back yeah. in the day. You could sell it loose because you didn't need the certified scales at the time. Right, all kinds of different things, and now the taxation that happens and stuff. But I'd be giving you the pipe tobacco all the time, say, let me know. You were blending pipe tobaccos for us. Yeah. And, uh, no, as Jonathan said, you know your tobacco. You know your tobacco, and you have an unbelievable palate. Unbelievable. He's not the guy that I ever want to blind taste test because nine out of ten times, if yeah. not 99 out of 100, he takes one puff and says, it is brand X. Yeah. Boom. No Nails question. Not, not with a question mark on it. Right. He's not, he's, not guessing, he's not guessing the country of origin. He's guessing the cigar. Right. He's very good. So you like it? You like uh, dealing with the consumer and dealing with it? Yeah, but like I said, it's not that hard because you already know a lot of the people because I've been here so long. Yeah. But, I mean, when the new people come in, you get to approach a little gingerly because you don't want to offend them. You want to find out what they're doing, what they're looking for. You know, you can ask the right questions, you know. Yeah. And you've worked at all the three two guys smoke shops? Yes, I've worked at Seabrook a couple of times back yeah. when we were buying it back to help yeah. out Roy. Yeah. But uh, one day a week you're still at Nashua? Yes, Thursday. Still, still there in Nashua. And um, I don't know what else. What else is there to, to ask Mike? Um, Go-to cigars that you would smoke? Garofalo. Well. Like Garofalo, like La Galera. I actually like the A.J. Fernandez New World Connecticut. Yeah. You know. So can it more Connecticut? Yeah, I've actually toned it down. I'm not smoking the kicking the teeth stuff as much anymore. Right, right. And at one time, I mean, way back, you were smoking flavored cigars and things I like that. I was trying everything. Right. I mean, just an opinion. If you don't smoke it, you can't talk about it. Right. You know? how, how do you make an informed decision? Well, if you my, Monkey's got a lot of years, so he must have a, a good customer horror story to share with us. Yeah, oh God, I got quite a few of those, actually. <laughs> yeah, I mean, sort, sort through them and pick one that's not too. Uh, does it have to deal with dealing with a customer or what happened after they left? <laughs> <laughs> I think Dave knows what I'm talking about. Oh, there's been, there's been some crazy interesting stuff. stuff. Well, Probably one of the craziest things that ever happened was the time somebody managed to get the block of wood wedged in the toilet downstairs. Right. So, we don't know who so, it was. So like a gas station, maybe the gas station would get a tire or something and put a chain around the tire and put the key. You don't have to worry. We have a block of wood. It's like a six-inch by two-and-a-half-inch block of wood that's about an inch so thick. So we're not going to lose this from key. A, uh, yeah, yeah, spacer a from a cigar box. Yeah. Right. And somebody flushed it. And the next thing you know, the toilet's backing up. Yeah. And we tried everything we could possibly do till you get to the point where you got to so, get the plumber. Right. Yeah. And now, so, now Mikey actually has it attached to a cigar box with a label that says, do, do not, not flush. flush. Which you could never. <laughs> you could never anyway. No. Fit. The way it's fitting in there. The yeah. funniest thing about the story is we're sitting there and Jonathan's like, that toilet's slow flushing. Can you take a look at it, Mikey? All right. I go down. I'm looking around. I'm like, all right. I think I need a snake. So I went out to Home Depot. I bought a big snake. I come back. Ed looks at me and goes, hey, I bet you somebody flushed the key we're missing. I'm like, yeah, I don't think so. So I'm down there <laughs> snaking the heck out of this thing and bang. I'll pop the chain in the key, and I'm like, you got to be kidding. <laughs> so so it was up. Ed Sullivan that flushed it. <laughs> I go, hey, Ed, <laughs> nice. come here, take a look. He, well, did, he goes, did that ever wow. happen before I worked here? Never. Never. So there we go. So mystery guilty. solved. How did you manage to get a buoyant piece of wood wedged into a $1,200 toilet? I have hidden talents. <laughs> so, and here's the thing about working at a cigar store, too. It's not my job is not part of the vernacular here. What I, what I will say about Mikey oh, is <laughs> yeah, every single thing that could possibly be done in here that is mechanical ends up falling on his shoulders because above being an unbelievable palate and knowing his stuff about cigars, he's so mechanically inclined and I am the opposite. So I learned something from him 
almost every day about some sort of mechanical thing and he just that's the way his mind works oh this is just that yeah like, well I, I would never have thought to touch those two electrodes together mikey so i i'm glad you're here <laughs> right you're holding stand in that puddle now <laughs> so as crazy as that is let's take a peek into the asylum right now from our friends at asylum cigars they're coming to take me away haha they're coming to take me away ho ho <laughs> to the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time and i'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats and they're coming to take me away It's time for news from the Insane Asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true, or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Asylum Cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the absolutely insane 8x80 Asylum Cigars. We're not candy, even though we look fine and dandy. And in typical government waste, the state of New York has seen a proposal of a bill calling for manufacturers to make laundry pods less edible. According to lawmakers, they're asking for all laundry detergent pods to be uniform in color, going on to add they don't need them to look like gummy bears in order for consumers to use them. One would think the warning label on the detergent of being harmful if swallowed would be enough. But since it's not, here's a new Tide Pod challenge for the teenagers of the world. Put them in a damn washing machine and do your own laundry. And that's not only insane, it's asylum. They're coming to take me away. Ha-ha. You hear that? People are eating these things. <laughs> Why am I muted? There we go. It's not people that are eating them. It's it, it, like 30 cases of, of a little stupid YouTube challenge. And now we've got to change the entire nah, world. They, they do look like they're tasty. They have to stop that. <laughs> they look good. They look like they would taste good. But at the point that you put it in your mouth and you realize that it does not taste good, wouldn't you spit it out or would you? So they got to make it bigger so you can't swallow it. You can't swallow <laughs> it at the size that it's at. You have to chew it and have this disgusting oh concoction God, in your mouth. It's crazy. All right, with us now is uh, Jessica, the, uh, the first female we ever hired a two-guy smoke shop. All these years, 33 years, you'd think we'd hire a female, but wouldn't do it. Why? Uh, uh, I don't think I can say that on the <laughs> <laughs> Well, what, I, what I'll say about Jess is at the time that we were looking, uh, we were desperate. N- not wow. That, that's no, not no, why that's a ringing endorsement. That's yeah. not why we hired you. I look we, at it like I saved you. We were, we were scrambling through a stack of resumes, and there were a couple of girls that applied, and the difference in the two resumes were one said, I know you're never going to hire a woman because you guys are egotistical, chauvinistic jerks. Because we, we had, you know, in, in writing of it, we're looking for a salesman who smokes cigars and blah, 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 blah. We're looking for the right guy for, you know, we would write these things right in it. And Jessica's said, I understand that you're looking for a salesman, but perhaps what you're looking for is a saleswoman, and here are my credentials, and she was good for the job. And Jonathan said to me, look at this resume. Aren't you curious? And I said, yeah, I I don't want to do it because I, I want the guy to be comfortable when he comes in the store and feel like it's a professional that knows about cigars, that's talking to him, and I don't want actually the uh, guy's wife to feel funny that he comes in the store all the time and hangs out, and he says, well, let's just bring her in and have an interview. It's not going to take anything, and she comes walking through the door, and I said, no way. She's too attractive. (laughs) Very pretty. (laughs) 
forget it and, and looking at, at a camera, look, looking at the monitor as, as she came in, I go, way too attractive, no aces. Come on, let's talk to her. Is this bad that I'm saying this? I don't know. <laughs> She's like hired it. her, so it's I'm okay. Good. So then uh, she sold herself to us, and we said, all right, let's, let's do it and see yeah, what happens. Yeah, at the end of that interview, there was no question. We both looked at each other and home said, home run, this home is run. happening. And I, I've got from a lot of people, best hire ever. Oh, yeah. And but not, and, and this is the this is the crazy thing because you certainly are attractive, and you would be someone that's appealing for someone to flirt with downstairs. But you know your stuff about cigars. I try to. I love them. Look what so. you're smoking now. Well, I earned it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> She knows her stuff for sure, and if you don't believe me, come in and you know, give it a try. Have a conversation and, with her, and, and mm-hmm. try and try to fool her, and try to uh, do something wrong that you know she's not going to understand what it is. Forget about it. She knows her stuff. Um, you walk in and you, you light up all the time. You used to come in as a customer also. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I used to come in and I'd get cigars for my father and I. So we'd bond, we'd smoke cigars, my mother would drink a glass of wine, we'd listen to oldies and just sing and smoke. So I wanted to be part of the boys club and, well, hey now, I am. So it's pretty sweet. You guys are always nice to me. And your boyfriend? Is wonderful, and we smoke together now in our own place. In the house. Oh, in the house, rock and ah. roll. Oh, it's dynamite. How cool is that? Oh, it's beautiful. So she's awesome. So what's your go-to? What, what is a cigar? What kind of cigars do you smoke? I smoke. You everything. must smoke the flavored, light flavored. Because you're a girl. Because right. I'm a girl. Yeah. Um, you know what? Actually, believe it or not, I smoke just about anything. If it's too too strong, it does beat me up and take my lunch money. But I mean, I like something that's a nice medium plus, um, all the way you know down to a very very mild cigar. But but I do love the Byron Poema. It's magical. It's almost as awesome as I am. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it is, it's so good. It's like a really good dessert with no calories, so I don't really have to feel bad. So, so do you like them big and dark or small and light? Well, honey, it depends on who's offering it. <laughs> yeah. No, I actually don't like too big of a ring gauge, but, um, you know, I, I do like a very, very thin cigar if I can get it. I just feel very dainty when I smoke it. But You smoke a lot of the Santis, the oh, Aladino. Those are like maple bacon in a stick that you light on fire. It's beautiful. But pretty much, I mean, Byron, uh, there's always the Berlin Wall, which is phenomenal by Hammer and Sickle. Um, there's a number of great cigars. I mean, the first time I came in um, really looking for something special for my dad on Father's Day, I met Nick Perdomo. And he was absolutely phenomenal. I mean, the sharpest dressed person I've ever seen in my entire life. And he's talking to me, and then Dave's talking to me, and I'm like, I love this place. They found everything I needed. And they made me feel like they actually cared what I gave my dad. So it was nice. pretty rock and roll. So you, you were in retail before. Oh, yeah. Many yeah. a retail place. Many retail places. So you come in, no problem with retail. Uh, you knew your cigars already. Then you ended up learning even more, so understanding it. And um, you're, you're like we were talking to Mikey a little while ago. You remember the people's names when they come in. You know what they smoke. And let me show you this, this new mm-hmm. thing. You're going to end up liking it. Um, so, you know, and you're also one that shows up on your day off, you know, that it's oh, always yeah. nice to see when you, your employees actually show up on their day off and they come in to have a cigar. So, you know, I, I figure we're doing something right. Oh, so they, right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. As it's going on. So you like it. I love it. Yeah. Literally, I love my job. Every day I come in, the customers who come in, I have to say, everybody who I've met here has been phenomenal. Like, you guys, I care about your day. You care about my day. We chat about everything. I've heard dynamite jokes from you guys. I mean, it makes it all worth it Just when you keep have Keep in happy mind, faces. we're a clean show. 
Not the dirty ones. Gee whiz. <laughs> it's a family place. And Jessica works at all three Two Guys mm-hmm. Smoke Shops, right? I get to do the hat trick during the week. It's right. phenomenal. So. so you could see her at any Two Guys Smoke Shop, so look her for there. Thank you for coming on here. Right now, let's go for the Don Raphael Offer of the Day. It is time for the Don Raphael Offer of the Day, brought to you by Don Raphael Cigars. Everyone has a price. Would you do this? And if so, for how much? It's $100,000, guys, $100,000. It usually means I'm out. That's a lot of cigars. Because uh, last week was Super Bowl Sunday, I put a little uh, football hook to this, and unfortunately the Patriots, uh, they got robbed, but uh, they didn't win the Super Bowl, but it was a fun game anyway. But um, would you football tackle a bride at a wedding? Uh, yes, I'm back in. For a hundred grand, I'm in. I'm in. Well, you, you gotta get a beaten probably as you do it, right? Worth it. You just gotta football very tackle. Fast. She's down. Try not to hurt her too bad, but she's at the wedding. You football tackle. Take her, her out at the knees and run away. <laughs> and you get a hundred thousand dollars. How much does she? Down. How much does she weigh? How much does she weigh? It's a funny question you ask. I don't know. I don't know. Let's say 150 pounds. I'm in. Really? I'm shocked, Ed Sullivan. This one seems easy. Really? Yeah. Oh, the shame of it. This is her big day. Don't care. It's 100 grand. 100 grand. 100. And Barry. I'm in. I'm so disappointed (laughs) with the whole group. The whole Five years group. from now, the husband will thank us. Barry, <laughs> you are not running away from that exchange. You are getting your ass handed to you at the end of that. Oh, my God. Trevor's up here. Trevor's the next guy. Trevor, I just asked them for $100,000 with a uh, football tackle now, ride in the at interest of full wedding. disclosure, both of his parents are in the audience right now. <laughs> so you're going to have to contend with your mom if you answer this incorrectly. I don't know. i got to be careful here. Football tackle a bride at her wedding. No way. For $100,000. Not happening. <laughs> of course not. Not happening. Of course not. He's a gentleman. Yvonne, block your ears. What's yeah. your real answer? <laughs> the real question is, what is the debonair thing to do? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely not. No, that's Chicken. crazy. <laughs> so Trevor, young man, uh, he's been with two guys actually years now, probably five years. Going on five years, Dave. But it started off as a part-time worker like Pat, but you slowly became yeah you were working for us in the summertime and when you were on school vacation yeah right out of high school 18 years old naive young looking for a job dave said okay let's do it and your past jobs before this that's it this is it man this is it only job nothing you're not uh, cutting the grass going around shoveling snow for the neighbors selling cigars that's it (laughs) and as as ashamed i am to say it you've been coming around two guys Quite some time. a long time. Quite some time. Before that. So we know that the smoking age is 18, but you were a child. Eight years old. Yeah. <laughs> That's, hang on a second. He was not smoking cigars at Two Guys Smoke Shop at eight years old. No. Yeah, he, he was, was coming in. Yeah, he get, was. Getting, uh, <laughs> getting a yeah. chocolate cigar. And I don't know how legal or, or what it is, but he never bought a cigar. No. But his dad would buy a cigar and have a cigar with him and a black coffee. And both of them have black coffee and cigars, and I would be appalled. And I know his dad from a long time, and I'm like, oh, my God, is this, can I <laughs> get in trouble all the hair this? on your chest. Oh. Uh, 
Hey, man, I don't know what I was thinking at eight years old, but I had the right idea. But you know something? So and this is what I believe, like in Italy. There's no drinking age in Italy, and you don't got kids turning 17 years old and going out and get drunk because they're drinking from a young age. There's a glass of, glass of wine at the table when they're kids. And the same thing, I believe, with you, you didn't turn it into this is a, a horrible thing you shouldn't do or anything like this. You said, you want to have one with me? Okay, let's have a cigar with me. Now, that's either going to turn them off completely. You know, you take the kid and you give him a cigar, put him in the closet. He never touches a cigar again. Quite the opposite with Mr. Trevor over here. You Love jumped it. right out of that closet with that cigar lit. Loved it. Loved, Loved it from it. the go. It was a Hoyo de Monterey. That's what I remember. Yeah. Hoyo de Monterey Excalibur. And that's the way to start. Not, 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 the, yeah. not, not the Garcia Vega that we oh, had and right. not the Macanudo that most people have or an acid as it goes on. But we'll go with a Hoyo de Monterey. Yeah. Nice start big off cigar. Excalibur. Yeah. Yeah, that, and that begins the the journey for Trevor. Now, what do you like to smoke? So, what are you smoking now? So I'm all over the board with what I smoke. Um, I'm I like to have a diversified palate, so I like to try everything new. I try to smoke everything, but I'm usually on the fuller body side. Today I'm smoking the Atabay, one of my favorites. Um, you know, when I turned 18 years old, that was the first cigar I purchased at Two Guys Smoke Shop. You're welcome. Yes, thanks, Jonathan. I showed it to you. The first yep. legal cigar. First know. legal cigar, <laughs> the Atabay. Yep, had to revisit it. Trip down memory lane. And, and I'll tell you, I, the new stuff comes in and stuff, and I, I oh, the new stuff came in, and I, I run down, and I look, and a couple have picked off out of the box already and stuff, and I say, anybody try this yet? And he's always the, yeah, I had it, and here's the thing, blah, 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 blah. So you're, you're a geek. I mean, you've got to yeah. try it as soon as it comes geek. in of, of uh, try it immediately, no Absolutely. matter what it is. Yeah, I'll try everything. I'm not opposed to trying any cigar. Yep. That's awesome. So you, you have nothing to compare it to, but you, you, you like working in a cigar store? I love it. Yeah. Exceeded expectation, Dave. I mean, um, every day is a new day here. I mean, you don't know who's going to walk in the door, you know, the people you meet here. It's really a, a great experience. I, I love it. I'm still here five years. Yeah. Now, Dave, yeah. Trevor has all the best customer stories. Oh. Somehow, the crazier the customer, the more likely they'll be drawn to Trevor. Oh, yeah, it's like a magnet. 100% true. It's like a magnet, so yeah. give me one. Oh, I get all the, the bad luck here. So, a couple weeks ago, um, a gentleman came in looking for a cigar. Great, we have plenty of cigars. You know, what are you looking to spend? Well, I don't have any money. Okay. Yeah, that's <laughs> going to be, pro yeah. be a problem. Yeah, looks at the ashtray, small little cigar, says, you know what? Can I smoke that? I said, you're kidding me. No way. Yeah. Picked it up, lit it up. I said, this can't happen. We're, we're, we're done here. Yeah. This is, this, it's time for you to go, sir. Yeah, time to move Taking on. Taking the cigars out of the ashtray, yeah. and we got a and we hundred of them, man. It's happened a hundred oh. times to somebody walking into the store, seeing a cigar in the ashtray, and, and it's, some of them are nice and actually ask if it's okay mm -hmm. if they do it, and then some people just grab the cigar in the ashtray, and if, if it's still smoldering, I would begin like, to light, smoke I would it like to amend the uh, Ten Commandments right. of cigars. Thou shalt not take a cigar out of the ashtray that was in someone else's mouth. It is and, trash. And then smoke it. Do it not is, smoke trash. It is not trash. Not very debonair. Not the debonair thing to do. Right. What, what about the uh, lady at Christmas time? Oh, which one? Do we have the Dos Hombre, the American version? No, it's Dos Hombre. Two guys. <laughs> yeah. No, no, the one for the hair products. Oh, she came in, disheveled. Hey, do you guys sell shampoo? No, we sell cigars. <laughs> Don't have shampoo. I mean, you oh. can kind of understand it's called Two Guys Smoke Shop when someone comes in looking for pot paraphernalia. It oh. says smoke shop outside. Yeah. You can kind of forgive that. But hair products? 
Yeah, sometimes they ask for the weirdest things and all the, the drug stuff that, right. you know, do you have bath salts? Oh. And I'm like, bath salts? <laughs> but I, I thought it was like for taking bath, a bath, but it's actually a drug. You yeah. got to send them to Miami for that. Oh. And Kratom and Jewel Pods and all yeah. kinds of stuff. You guys I want Tide Pods? Try, yeah, I wonder <laughs> if they're going to ask yeah. Tide, tide Pods. Yeah. So what else for Trevor? Um, you've worked at all three stores. All three stores, Salem, Nashua, and Seabrook. Salem is my home. Love it here. I was going to say which one's your favorite. Oh, Salem all day, all right. Dream Atta team, boy. baby. That's all because day. he works with you, Mr. Jonathan. That's right. Oh, I don't yeah. know about that. Trevor's yeah. my main man. He's my main man. He's tough, though. Right? I am tough. He's tough, right. but it's good. We get fair. By. It's fair. Yeah. Tough, Learn but a lot. fair. Yeah. All right. How old are you? 22 years old. 22 years old. Yep. And let me tell you, he's experienced. 22 years old, and he has experience in all kinds of cigars, every kind of cigar. Yeah, all over it's the board. Amazing. Yep. Amazing. So great to have you on board. Uh, Via Havana Corojo is what we're smoking. What do you think of that? It's a great cigar. I tend to gravitate more towards the Corojo um, compared to the Maduro or the Connecticut. They're all great cigars, but to me, the Corojo, uh, Corojo is very distinctive. It's a unique taste. So I gravitate towards that one in the, in the uh, line of Via Havana. And what are you getting, Barry, for taste? I'm still getting a little bit of that unsalted sunflower seed. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Tell him, Jonathan, what is he tasting? There's a little white pepper going on there, a uh, subtle note of cedar. Chinese pea pods. There's no Chinese pea ah. pods. <laughs> People love that. People love that. Come on. That was, for, that was for Trevor. It wasn't for you, Jonathan. Oh, thank you. It was the pea pods that deserved it. Why? It's wood. It's cinnamon. <clears throat> yeah, you could, you could make an argument for some cinnamon. I, I think the most prevalent thing and the, and the thing that I like the most about this is all those back notes, kind of a darker back notes, but then that white pepper kind of comes right to the front of your palate every once in a while. It's not there all the time, but I'm at the point in the cigar now where it's it's popping. Little medium plus. Little medium plus. Little, little warm spice like the cinnamon or clovey. Oh, yeah. All right, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to hear from uh, at least one more person from... Two Guys Smoke Shop, and uh, this one works up in the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, and he serves us coffee. Sean the Barista's coming up. Coffee with Sean coming up next. We're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. This is Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Stepping into the aging room has a new meaning at Aging Room Cigars as Raphael Nodel has traveled to Spain, where the idea for Aging Room Solera was born. The Solera method of aging has been used for centuries in the making of wine, sherry, brandy, and rum. The method mixes different vintages, allowing them to age together. For Aging Room Solera, Raphael takes several tobacco vintages and puts them in bales where they age together for another 12 to 18 months. This allows the tobaccos to marry for a longer period of time. At the end of the aging process, Aging Room Solera becomes a balanced and complex cigar with a fantastic price point. Aging Room Solera. It will have you calling for an encore. 
In a time where humidors are overflowing and retailers' shelves are on the verge of buckling, there is one brand that stands out amongst the rest. Sereno Cigar Company offers four distinct blends. The Connecticut, the Medio, Maduro, and Maduro XX, all aged to perfection. Crafted at the La Corona Cigar Factory in Esteli, Nicaragua, each artfully crafted blend comes to life by the experienced hands of master blender Omar Gonzalez Aleman and industry veteran Anthony Sereno. To create this masterpiece, a combination of hand-selected filler tobaccos from the fertile soil of Esteli and Jalapa are aged for over five years and then draped with a luxurious wrapper leaf to bring you an endlessly complex and majestic experience. A post-roll aging process of two additional years allows the blend to marry, creating unmistakable and ever-changing tasting notes that tantalize the palate, leaving you anticipating each and every drop. Visit SerenoCigars.com for a list of retailers, and you can always find Sereno Cigars available online at TwoGuysCigars.com. Sereno, a majestic cigar to perfection. You've heard us talking before about the best cigar magazine in the world, Cigar Journal. You want to know what makes Cigar Journal the best cigar magazine? Cigar Journal covers every angle of the cigar world. From exclusive stories and features, insightful interviews with industry power players, detailed cigar reviews, and of course, all the latest news and reports surrounding premium cigars. We're telling you, you will be impressed. Cigar Journal has stunning images, explanations of Cigar Science Basics, this is the magazine for any cigar enthusiast, or better yet, passionado. Cigar Journal covers cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. You owe it to yourself to discover the world's best cigar magazine, Cigar Journal. Available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at their new website, CigarJournal.com. That's CigarJournal.com. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Let me tell you a little bit about the Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary Cigar, or what they call the Three-Peat. Crafted in Rocky's boutique Nicaraguan factory, the 15th anniversary was released in 2010 to commemorate Rocky Patel's 15th year in the cigar industry, and it impressed right out of the gate. The Robusto and the Torpedo both scored 93 points in Cigar Aficionado, while the Toro and Corona Gorda both notched 92 points. The Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary is a robust cigar with notes of toasted spice, roasted coffee, and almonds. Rocky Patel himself has referred to his 15th anniversary as the Decade on Steroids. The 15th anniversary has also been named to Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 Cigars of the Year list on three separate occasions. Rocky's only brand to accomplish the three-peat. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. The La Galera Habano uses a classic wrapper on a staple cigar for a classy company. Hi there, this is David Garofalo of the Cigar Authority, and I want, no, no, I need to tell you about La Galera Habano. The La Galera Habano is an authentic cigar elaborated with the hands of the best cigar rollers of Tabacalera Palma in the Dominican Republic. 
blended around an outstanding, flavorful Ecuadorian Habano wrapper. The Dominican-grown Corojo binder and the filler made up of Peloto Cubano, Criollo 98, and Peloto Oro, creating a medium to full-bodied, attractively consistent, and aromatic smoke that envies no other. I love this cigar. Have you tried La Galera Habano yet? Well, what are you waiting for? Available at Better Cigar Shops worldwide is La Galera Habano. The wait is over. La Galera Habano. Justo and his father, Julio Eiroa, are continuing the tradition of growing authentic Corojo and now bring you Aladino. Aladino is a true old-fashioned cigar, pure authentic Corojo grown in the Eiroa tobacco farms in Honduras from the original Cuban seed of Corojo. An Aladino cigar represents the golden era of cigars in Cuba, and after one light, this old-school smoke will bring you back. Aladino cigars come from JRE Tobacco, a family-centered company who manage all aspects of cigar growing and manufacturing. This crop-to-shop operation is fully committed to providing you with quality and satisfaction. The premier Corojo grower in the entire cigar industry is Julio Eiroa, a tobacco grower and master cigar blender who personally guarantees that Aladino will provide you the opportunity to enjoy the true authentic Corojo taste. Take this journey and be part of history in a cigar smoking experience like no other. Aladino. This yep. is the Cigar Authority. That's right. The authority. We can't have anyone freak out out there, okay? On everything cigar. We've gone too far. In. There's too much to lose. And out of the cigar industry. Keep our With your host. Come on, the other. David Garofalo. Count of three. Name your favorite dinosaur. Don't even think about it. Just name it. Ready? One. Two, three. Velociraptor. Mr. Jonathan. You know what? I respect women. I love women. I respect them so much that I completely stay away from them. Barry Stone. What an incredible Cinderella story. This unknown comes out of nowhere. A former greenskeeper now about to become the Masters champion. It's time to light them up. Favorite non-pornographic magazine to masturbate to. It's time. Good housekeeping. For the Cigar Authority. Can we just become best friends? Yep. And we are back with our number two, broadcasting live from the Lafleur Dominicana Cigar Sound Stage. And we're talking to the salesman and saleswoman of a cigar shop and also of the cafe where coffee is always served. Welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. And you're listening to the Cigar Authority, broadcasting over eight years, making it the longest continually running cigar podcast, awarded the Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar Journal Magazine, awarded the Top 10 Educational Podcast by Podbean four years in a row. The Cigar Authority is the most listened to cigar podcast in the world. Cigar Radio at its finest, the Cigar Authority is a proud member of the United Podcast Network. Catch the podcast on demand at any time or our daily blog on thecigarauthority.com. Hey, Dave? Yeah. Maybe we could get a teleprompter so he could pretend he's not reading that every ah, time. Maybe. maybe. He ends up getting it every once in a while he pulls it off. Mm-hmm. But it's a new one, Ed Sullivan. It's still new. Is it? How many Ta- episodes? It takes me about three years to memorize the script. Right. <laughs> so I got another two and a half to go. Okay. So if you are watching this on YouTube and you're looking at the set right now, one of the things is not like the other. Would you say? Somebody looks a little different than the average cigar smoker. 
Jonathan's bald, but that's normal that's for normal. a cigar smoker. Yeah. By process of elimination, you kind of look like a regular schlub right. that yeah. may walk in <laughs> off the street smoking you. cigars. You're welcome. <laughs> no, there's somebody here with uh, purple and pink hair, piercing in the nose. Um, nipples, too? You got the nipples done? No, Don't no. lie. <laughs> Don't I lie. Do I promise. Prince Albert. So Sean the barista is with us, and he brought us a cup of coffee. Sean, what is this? It is um, our cold brewed coffee, but uh, steamed up hot. So you're uh, extracting all the flavor still, keeping all the caffeine in there, but you get a nice warm cup of coffee instead. Warm cup of coffee from a cold brew. Uh, and uh, don't we have an, uh, a name that we call this? Uh, Mr. Jonathan Special? Or He's working on it. He's working on that. So, Sean, um, Jonathan brought me, brought you to me, and we were trying to get a barista to come work here um, with this idea of having a, a, a Studio 21 podcast cafe above Two Guys Smoke Shop, and you were not my first choice. We went to a whole bunch of people, didn't even know who you were, and um, the baristas were actually appalled to come here and even look at it because it was above the cigar shop. They sent in plenty of resumes. Yeah. But then when the appointment was set to have the meeting, I think five or six were set. No one showed up. And it was because it was above Two Guys Smoke Shop. I believe that the, the problem was it's above a cigar shop, and it became a negative thing uh, to that. And I'm so happy when you ended up showing up, and you said, oh, my God, the place is amazing as we were building it out. And then uh, I said, do you have a problem working here? Is there a problem with um, what, what I saw was the culture of the cafe, the cafe culture was very different than the, the culture of the cigar shop. And well, at that point, I let's was look at the average customer of the, the regular coffee shop. I'm talking high end coffee shop. You got uh, kind of skinny, colored haired, liberal, anti-gun and uh, pro-choice voter, right? You think it has to do with voter millennial? Millennial, sure. And then you uh, look in the cigar shop, and it, for the hip, most part... And more hip that, you know, I'm not coloring my hair, and I'm not a cool dude. I can't pull this off. There's I can no attest way. to that. Right? He's, he's a fashion. He's, he's got I think he could pull it off. I don't think so. I don't think so. <laughs> Sean's going to work with you. Yeah, right? I was, see what you can do with this. But... Um, yeah, the, your average uh, customer that walks in the shop is a uh, middle-aged, overweight, slightly overweight, white male that Jack. votes uh, Republican. Yeah, Jack. and that's it, right? right. Gun toting. So here I am clashing these two worlds together. My problem was, is this a big mistake? And I'm happy to say, I think it wasn't a big mistake at all. I think uh, everyone seems to love you. You've been quite the addition to the family. Thank you. And you seem to be good with everybody. Everybody has been extremely welcoming to me from right from go. Yeah, so yeah Jonathan absolutely. Does, Jonathan doesn't feel as alone anymore. Right. So you're happy here? Absolutely. All right, beautiful. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like I'm part of something very unique and original, and nobody else is doing what I'm doing. So Here we go. So, um, and you were not a cigar smoker at all? I was not. I'm still a novice and uh, still learning, very much learning. But and every once in a while, though, you try a cigar. Yeah. So let's I've try. Let's a lot try. of nice customers who bring them to me. Beautiful. <laughs> so let's try something I never tried before. Jonathan never tried before. You guys tried it? And yep. Sean, you never tried it before. Barry, you had it. Yes, sir. And Ed Sullivan had it. What is this? 
Today's second cigar is Black Honey, and it's manufactured in Nicaragua for Warped Cigar Company. It's a 5x48 Petite Bellicoso, and it features an Ecuadorian Habano Oscuro wrapper, Ecuadorian binder, and fillers from the Dominican Republic and Nicaragua. A single cigar is $16.99, wow. while a bundle of 10 retails for $148.99, which is a savings of just under $21, or 12% off the single price at twoguyscigars.com. If you're too far away from a brick-and-mortar retailer that carries it, chances are they don't. It's a limited edition. Try twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two, guyscigars.com. So this cigar came out before, right? Came out in 2015, and then it was re-released last year at the trade show uh, and limited to a uh, certain amount of retailers, of which two guys happens to be one, and we still have a few left for people looking for it. It is a highly sought-after item. It was even at the trade show, I'll yep. tell you. There was a big banner there, and it was a limited amount that you could possibly get. I never had it. You told me if, if it's available and you can get it, get it. Yeah, and they didn't even offer you a sample, and you were hesitant, but you right. still took the gamble. I, I did Very it tough. Ba based on your Not recommendation. But, again, $16. It's not a cheap date. And it's a little cigar. Yeah. This is why Ed Sullivan couldn't wait to smoke it, because it was a little cigar. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's smaller than a lot of Corona Gordas, really. It just has the bellicoso has the shape. Yeah. And, I, and I say, what is this? Because it does not say black honey on it at Can all. Can we please cut it and light it? You're killing me. Because you're, you can't wait. I need to smoke very this. Excited. I need Let's it. Go. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand. While all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. Sean, is this what you thought it was? You, you've been watching all these podcasts, but now you got a bird's eye view here. D different view? It's a different world, yeah. Different Definitely. world? All right. Nervous? Well, but, you know. Not to be nervous about, buddy. No. So now we're going to taste the cigar before we draw into it, because I can't wait to taste this black honey. It's kind of an earthy, uh, cold draw. There's no black honey at all. Reminded me of lemongrass. Not a whole lot of sweetness either. Yeah, not, doesn't taste like I would Could imagine it would taste. Ironic. They're calling it black honey, but it doesn't it taste like honey at all. It's at the opposite all. of that. It's the opposite of black honey, but it's called black honey. Maybe it changes when it lights up. Now, this is a, the collaboration between Warped and, and uh, JFR. Right, it's made at... Uh, Casa Fernandez? At Tapsa, which is Casa Fernandez Aganorsa. Yeah. And, and, and that Warped company is a um, very boutique company. Yep, it's owned by a guy by the name of Kyle Gellis, uh, late 20s, early 30s, based in Florida. All right, this is the young, hip thing. This is like the Sean Barista of cigars. And we're going to light our cigar today with the Vertigo Gauntlet. The Vertigo Gauntlet features three jets in line. You got a distressed metal finish with a plastic tank, easy adjustment wheel at the bottom, and a flip-out bullet punch, all for the low, low price of $19.99. That's the Vertigo Gauntlet. Alrighty. It's green radio while everyone's lighting their cigar. No, you may, you know, I, I move my little headset on the other side, and I, I feel like I can't Everything's even, backwards? Yeah. Okay. No black honey in the taste of this either. I think it's full-bodied right off the bat. We got a full-bodied cigar here. Yes. High end of medium. <laughs> yeah, I give it a, a six, bordering on seven. Heavy smoke. Wow. 
A lot of smoke production for a small stick. You know what this size reminds me of, Dave? Do you remember the missile? Yeah. It's almost the that exact was the, size. That was Rocky Patel's yes. Edge missile. Wow, it's a strong. This is full-bodied. This is a nine. Nine out of ten. How can you possibly make a, a distinction about the strength of the cigar when you're that far into it? There's no way you're sick to your stomach yet. There's no heaviness on your chest. Nope. Taking a couple of puffs. It is full-flavored. Very. But the jury is still out on the strength because we couldn't possibly make that determination yet. I'm going to hold you to this. Nice white ash, clean burn. Thanks. I've been working out. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sean, you lit it. It's radio, buddy. You yeah, nodding talk. doesn't work on the yeah, radio. He's, yeah, he's <laughs> nodding. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Do you want me to It's like Willie Moranti all yeah, over like again. Guy, you know? Yeah. Shy, quiet. Yeah, no, shy and quiet yeah. when the mic's on. Yeah, you come here, yeah. he'll make a mean co- coffee. What's your favorite coffee? Argon stock, gotcha. whether it's in the espresso machine or it's in the nitro. That's that kind of I coffee. I love yeah. those beans, yeah. You've been ma- making lately, you did something for uh, at Christmas time and you made the snowball fight. He's really getting creative with this thing. And I've been the guinea pig on some of these things that I had a, uh, for Valentine's Day, a chocolate cherry. Chocolate cherry. It's not out yet. It is, yeah. It's out? Oh, yeah. Okay. I've got it all. Very good. <laughs> and how about the cheesecake one? That one as well, yeah. That strawberry strawberry cheesecake. cheesecake. Try the strawberry cheesecake. Amazing. Amazing. Thank so we're going we're gonna to change up the whole menu now because he's got we some. Are. He's been playing around, and he's got some things going on. Uh, but the biggest seller? Our nitro, for sure. Nitro cold brew. Oh, yeah. Which pours like a Guinness. Um and has a kick and a half to it. Is is this coffee we're having the nitro cold brew or just cold just brew? the cold brew cold before? Brew. Yeah, you can get it either way, and that's what Tom does. He gets regular um, cold, cold brew, brew over ice. Over correct. Ice. Yep. So lots of choices like that. So what do you think of cigar smoking? You you smoke cigarettes? I do. Yeah. <laughs> you should be ashamed. I am. Yeah. <laughs> um, I enjoy it. I just don't have the opportunity to do it all that often, but I try to when I can and I enjoy them. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't have a favorite. Do you like milder? You like to get to fuller body? Do you, you, you want flavored? What do you want? I don't know if I'm that experienced with them yet. So I usually have like the little tin of Perdomos at my okay. house and that's kind of just the go-to. Even out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, good. Oh, yeah. All right. So he's, he's trying stuff. Taking uh, work home, you know? All right. Good. Good. And you drink coffee at home, too? Oh, yeah. Yeah? <laughs> In my sleep. You, yeah? You love coffee. I do love coffee. Yeah? And that's good. So it's like these cigar guys that are working at a two-guy smoke shop who love cigars and come in on the day off. Sean's drinking coffee at home. He's drinking coffee everywhere. It's coffee, coffee, coffee. And teaching us about coffee because I thought at the beginning of this thing we got this crazy machine that we got and this is you know you go into a Starbucks and there's an there's a espresso machine they're pressing a button and the espresso is coming out that's not the case with this this is not an automatic system at all this is all manual so I went through five pounds of coffee trying to make a a, a decent shot of, shot of espresso. A shot of espresso. Five pounds to try to get one that came out right. It was amazing to me that it is not as simple as you think it is. No, everything has to do with how, how much you tamp, the pressure, the grind. It's all very important. And you, you're constantly tweaking that grinder so that you can consistently, with your 30-pound tamp, get a, a good cup of espresso. Absolutely. 
the, the grind on the actual machine. Well, you know, as time goes, it kind of shifts or whatnot. So come in the morning, test my shot, and if it's pouring long or short, I have to do a little adjusting. Big difference. Big of difference. course, you got to drink the shot to make well, sure yeah. it was good. <laughs> yeah, so, so now taking the, the cigar consumer that's used to coming in here, and we have this fancy coffee thing set up, and they come up, and I says, come on. At the beginning, we said, you know, for everybody, come up. It's free. Just get, get uh, Sean learning how to use the equipment and things like that and come up. And I said, what do you want for a coffee? And they go, I just want regular coffee. Just give me a regular coffee. And, yeah, get very angry about, you know, that this looks, I don't know about it. And that's part of the thing. You don't know. You don't know. And like it is when you walk into the cigar shop and these guys are going to take somebody that doesn't know that much about cigars. And we love it. And we're happy to show you around and, and get the, the right thing for you. The difference between a cigar smoker and a coffee drinker is the coffee drinker needs that coffee because there's an addictive quality to it. And this is why they're angry prior to having the coffee. And this is why Sean's personality works out so great because he takes the anger, he rechannels it into the coffee that they need. And here you go. Take a couple of sips. Calm down. Now we can talk. Yeah, because don't get angry. Just try these different coffees. The whole world is out there for coffee. It was like you've, you've been smoking Garcia Vegas for all these years, and now you come into a place like this, and there's all these different coffees. Just learn as you go on and, and try the different stuff, and he'll say, oh, we're trying this new coffee today. This is a, a different roasted coffee bean. Not necessarily the kind of coffee you're drinking, but a different coffee bean. Let's try it, and you know, we've gone through stuff we hated. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He said, oh, my God, what's with that? And, and the roaster is saying, no, this is ideal for you. And what do you think? And you're bringing coffee to me. I mean, I've been jacked up for the past, what, it's 100 days now or so of trying these different coffees and trying to figure out the right thing to, to serve. And it, it, just like cigars, the stuff that somebody likes and another person doesn't like. Absolutely and, true. And the other way around. So. Right now, one of the big trends with coffee is the fruity, brighty, real, real, you know, potent citrusy type coffees yeah. and for us that's not necessarily what we like collectively so yeah. we've been going more towards you know like the milk chocolate flavors and uh nicotine flavor uh, sorry uh, cigar flavor yeah and whatnot. So, something yeah, so. a, a cigar person would like because the majority of people that we have is uh with cigars right now let's find out what's up in the cigar world with barry stein it's time for What's, what's up? up in the Cigar World, brought to you by Recluse Cigars. You want to know what's up? Recluse Cigars is what's up. Voted the 2015 Cigar of the Year is the Recluse Amadeus Reserva Habano. Every Recluse Cigar goes through eight, count them, eight fermentation cycles over the course of two full years. They are box-pressed and rolled end to bar for a perfect draw every time. If you haven't done it yet, be sure to try a Recluse Cigar today. And this week, Tabacalera El Artista announced a big poppy, big slugger. A cigar rolled in the shape of a baseball bat that should be landing at twoguyscigars.com in the very near future. Very cool looking uh, the, from the box, the packaging, all the way to the cigar itself. This is a collector's item. I don't know if you're going to smoke the cigar, but how expensive is that cigar? It has an MSRP of $45. $45 cigar. Let me tell you, though, look at it. When you see it, you're going to say, this is cool. I have is to Is this have the it. size of a real baseball bat no. for $45? No. Okay. But it's very cool looking. Very cool. And the uh, the stuff that he does, it's not like he's making a profit off it. All of his proceeds get donated. Yeah, I believe a part of it goes back into his foundation. 
which helps with uh, children health care uh, in the Boston area as well as down in the Dominican Republic. The governor of the state of Connecticut has proposed raising the tobacco tax from a cap of 50 cents a cigar to $1.50 in his budget proposal for the fiscal year 2019. So he wants to make zero dollars. Right, exactly. People go online and he makes nothing instead of taking a 50 cents times everything. Yep. And Jim Young, who serves as president of Davidoff of Geneva, USA, has been named the chief commercial officer of the company and will now serve in a dual role. A.J. Fernandez has... And, he's, and yeah. he's moving out of the country. I find that very strange. He's the president of Davidoff, USA, and he's moving to uh, Switzerland. Hmm. Interesting. Yep. And, and, and the chief commercial officer. Never heard that before. Dun, dun, dun. More of this coming up in our uh, What the Hell's Going On segment. <laughs> Go ahead. A.J. Fernandez is named Starkey Arias as the marketing director. Starkey previously worked for Cigar Rings, and he was the designer of the La Flor Dominicana 1994 beer style. Is he a heavy dude? Starkey. His name is Starkey. <laughs> Starkey. Starkey. Oh, Starkey. Okay. His, the heavy dude would be Husky. Starkey. Uh, Starkey. Starkey. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this week, the world lost Joe Silvestro, who served yeah. as vice president of manufacturing at Swisher International, before moving on to Thompson's, where he served as a senior buyer from 1995 to 2005, before becoming the vice president of merchandising, a position he held till his passing. He was 68 years old, and he will be missed. Yeah, he was a good, good guy, a good friend, and um, a good friend to a lot of people in the cigar industry. He helped a lot of people out. Uh, I'm going to miss him. And that's What's Up in the Cigar World. What's Up in the Cigar World was brought to you by Recluse Cigars. The Recluse Amadeus Habano Reserva uses grade-A Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, a San Andreas binder, a Dominican Lajero Seco, and Pennsylvanian Broadleaf filler tobaccos, which create a blend we call the Cigar of the Year. Recluse Cigars is What's What's Up. up? Next week on the show, we're going to talk cigars and social media. Jared Trudeau from Chris. Christoph will be joining us here the following week. It's going to be the all-mailbag show. Mr. Jonathan tells me that we have hundreds it's ridiculous. of mailbags, so we're going to try to get to all of them. Uh, it's, if you not have even, any, it's not, it's not going to happen that we'll get to all of them. We're going to do our best. But I say if you have something to add to it, please do. go. Oh, yeah, please add to the pile. Give us something good. Um, and um, we also have that new thing, right, that um, microphone access that nobody's used yet. One person's used it. Okay. So we need a bunch, though. We, we used the one we yeah. had just to yeah. show you how it worked. Okay, so that is the calendar of upcoming shows. Let's talk again about the taste of warped black honey, and I'm going to go to Sean the barista first. No pressure or anything, buddy. <laughs> we promised him it was going to be easy and that he was going to be in and out. He's been on well, for a half an hour, This is it. and you're this, drilling this him. Is the, the, but the... Does he get any taste? Because there are, it's not like when, when he makes the snowball fight and you can taste the coconut in there because it really is, and you can taste the flavors. This is tasting things that really aren't there, but you know what coconut tastes like. Would it have any coconut? Is there anything? Is there any black honey in it? I do taste a little honey. Really? But a lot of the times I hear what you guys are using as flavors or what you're tasting, and I'm thinking... How the heck are they tasting that from a cigar? So maybe that's, the more I'm doing it, so that's, that'll start that's why that I'm, kind of stuff up. So, so give me a taste that you taste on this. I, is I, there anything? I, 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 maybe it's honey because it's in my head. What are you saying? See, it doesn't taste like why, honey. Yeah, and, I, and, I don't, and that's what, why I went to go first to you because well, I didn't want to say a word that 
you would get in your head and then you would go to it, but. Yeah, Sean, Sean go with Woody, like Oak. Yeah, we'll go with Woody and Oak. Woody and Oak. <laughs> Thank you. And he You're nailed welcome. it. See, he knows. He understands what this is. Quick learner. And Ed Sullivan, that's it. You got a little earthiness, but yeah, I get some oak. Tiny bit of cedar. I get the oak on the finish myself. Right. And then I get uh, cherry blossom honey liqueur <laughs> and cinnamon. Yeah, you do that. That's the, my answer. There we the go. early portion of... I, I thought it was more like a Tupelo honey. <laughs> Sean, can you retrohale? Yeah. Do you know what that is? Do you know what retrohale is? You know when is? you smoke a cigarette and you blow it through your nose? But you're not going to take it in your lungs, though. So you take it and just let a little come out of your nose. Yep. Oh Perfect. my God! Huh? I would have died. <laughs> and he did it with alcohol. Died. That was so much. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How did you do? Oh my God! That was a, like a dragon, for God's sakes. <laughs> now, do you taste taste? I can taste it more. Yeah, for All sure. Right. Yeah. I can't do it. No? I tried. Oh, this one's way too strong. So, Barry Stein, what are you getting for flavors? There's a, there's a lot of woody notes. There's, there's an underlying cinnamon. And, uh, Pretty good. A little, bit of, a little bit of mocha on the finish. I don't have any of that. Barry just said cinnamon perfectly. He did. He did. Very That's good. That's like four weeks in a row. I yeah. can pick. I can get, I get where you're going with the mocha, and it's more like a Hershey's cocoa, the uh, powder. Mm-hmm. There's no, it's not, there's not a sweet component to the cocoa. It's very, very muted yep. and very dry. Uh, so it's, it's definitely like powder. Swiss Miss Instant Cocoa. Correct. Mm-hmm. If you did a line of old, we'll get that one for Jonathan. Yeah, if you just shot a line of Ovaltine. It's not like that. <laughs> it's not like that. You're so not coming now, up with brown powder So now that you heard some descriptive words, take another puff of that and see if you're getting any of that. And we don't want to do it psychologically to you. Yeah, but we do. We're in your head right now, Sean. I want to, I like, instinctively retrohale now. <laughs> That's okay. Some people do it Is all the time, but every once in a while you should so you can do it. But I have a hard time. Sean's a regular on one of our other podcasts, too, the Paying Attention podcast. Well, he must he's never been 30 on the, shout outs. He gets shout outs, but he actually never came on with the first one. Don't actually, you walk up on the stage and yeah, get his coffee? Just for a quick second. Yeah. But you don't speak. I uh, just one time I did. Yeah. Oh, you he did talk to me with one, the microphone. One time, yeah. Oh God, I thought we were first. Oh well. <laughs> oh well. We didn't have a, we have you on this. Who was oh, better? Definitely this. I didn't get. I this. I only so got a little chunk on the other one. Right. You know? That's the right answer. Mm-hmm. That's the right answer there. All right, we're gonna go to break, and we come back. We got a classic three-way, and we'll even squeeze in a little hate mail. Uh, we're live from Studio Twenty One Podcast Cafe, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Rider cigars. So here is where the motorcycle culture meets Cigar Nation. This badass looking cigar uses the name Rough, but delivers a smooth as silk ride each and every time. Even before lighting one, you can't help but notice its sweet like honey flavor. Smooth and creamy, resembling slightly sweetened butter. Outstanding! The Rough Rider cigar is so beautiful in so many ways. We're talking a premium cigar, imported, long filler cigar, but wait till you hear the price. Every cigar is in the $3 price range. That's right. Even the Churchill in the 6x60, every cigar is in the $3 price range. 
Rough Rider cigars. So there's nothing rough about Rough Rider except the name, Rough Rider Cigars. The following message is brought to you by Drew Estate. Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars in the new Drew Diplomat app. Join me, Barry Stein, from the Cigar Authority on Drew Diplomat. As you know, I am quite partial to Liga Pavada Number 9 from Drew Estate. So join me for a Liga and share your experience with Drew Estate. And while you're at it, don't forget to check into Two Guys Smoke Shop on the Drew Diplomat app. Drew Diplomat is now available for the iPhone and Android. To learn more about Drew Diplomat, visit DrewDiplomat.com. That's DrewDiplomat.com. You must be at least 21 years of age or older and a resident of the United States, including D.C. To be eligible for membership in this program, other terms and conditions apply. Surgeon General warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Since 1903, when La Aurora Cigars first opened their doors as the first cigar factory of the Dominican Republic, they have defined Dominican cigar manufacturing. Now, La Aurora continues that innovation with La Aurora Dominican DNA, featuring an exceptional blend whose soul is the Andullo. La Aurora pays tribute to the oldest Dominican tobacco process with a cigar that features tobacco that is part of their heritage and their DNA. The La Aurora DNA features this hard-to-work tobacco that brings the unique characteristics of strength, inspiring aroma, and sweetness that creates an exceptional smoking experience that only La Aurora can bring you. Experience La Aurora Dominican DNA with its Cibao Valley Dominican wrapper, an authentic Cameron binder from Africa with fillers from the Dominican Republic, Pennsylvania, Nicaragua, and Andullo. Available at top retailers like twoguyscigars.com and is distributed in the United States by Miami Cigar and Company. Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? Writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. That Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake, Jose Dominguez. Not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. What I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. Hey, nobody's going to take away your donuts. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more, it's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. Jose. It's time to light that cigar... And stay tuned. The Cigar Authority will be right back on the United Podcast Network. Raised in Cuba and steeped in the rich tradition of the Fernandez cigar legacy, A.J. Fernandez produces unparalleled premium cigars in Esteli, Nicaragua, ensuring superior quality 
the day-to-day operations at Tabacalera AJ Fernandez Cigars de Nicaragua are managed under the watchful eye of AJ Fernandez himself. Through a fusion of inherited techniques and learned patience, AJ Fernandez filler tobaccos are grown from prized seeds which are proprietary only to the Fernandez family. Perhaps the most essential quality of the AJ Fernandez line of cigars, such as New World, Enclave and Last Call, is the perspective and motivation of AJ Fernandez, as well as the history of the Fernandez family. Enjoy the continuing legacy of AJ Fernandez cigars. Hey, what's up, people? This is Dave Ortiz, Big Papi from the Big Papi Cigar. You're listening to Cigar Authority. And we are back, broadcasting live from the La Flor Dominicana Cigar Sound Set. And the audition is over. Welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. They don't know it, but this was an audition. Mr. Jonathan's job. Yeah. <laughs> nice. I got a little nervous for a second. No. You know, I was going to say Barry, but you would have lost it. I would, we here I am. No, like, we would have had no producer for the end of the show. You would have got so nervous. It would have been like Thanksgiving. You know, here I am at the kids' table, and I'm already being pushed out the door. So is, is anybody that was there, they all did a nice job. Yeah. They were, everybody was a little bit nervous. Nobody. And you're always did. nervous your first time. Well, yeah. and... Somebody in the chat room says, I've been following your podcast for well over a year. This show is easily in the top five. No kidding. Of my all-time favorites. Great you, uh, job. You very low expectations, but we appreciate <laughs> the compliment. Uh, this was somebody who, who said it. You know, we were asking people, give us some input of what we should do for shows. So somebody said to do it. And I'm saying, I don't know if there'd be anything there, but apparently you like it. So I love it that you like it. And um, may not be a bad idea to once in a while have one of them sit on the show for the whole show and just be that extra. And, then, uh, and bring them from the other show and get, get through everybody that works here. Are you afraid to bring the Nashua team here? No. Or? Oh, all right. <laughs> it's no fear. No, someday we do it and you know, switch the employees for the day or something to, yeah. so that we can have them here. The one that I'm looking forward to the most, and I know he listens every week, is Big Jim. I think he's going to be he's going to be the one who could take my job. Big personality. Mm-hmm. Very large. Per- I predict, though, that once the mic is on, he shuts up. Yeah? Yeah. So he's listening there, and he's I not going to do it for the other. I think he's a chicken. See, and I look forward to Pete being on the show. Uh, yeah, that's he, the one I was He's another at. one I think yeah. would clam up once the mic is on. I don't know. He talks a big game all week, how he should be on the show. I think he's going to live up to his expectations. To his expectations. Yes. Don't know about ours, but <laughs> yeah, to right, his. Right. As long as it's his expectations. Um, so if you have any ideas, please go to thecigarauthority.com. Contact us. Give us some uh, input of what the show should be. We're 400 deep into this, and uh, we're, we're frankly, you know, short of repeating ourselves and doing the same thing we're looking for some content i don't think ideas. it would be a bad idea for us to go into early shows and get some repeating going on and maybe have yeah. a little something going on this time instead of the drivel that we had early on we could so we're smoking something from warp cigar called black honey yes. and i said starting off this was a nine i'd say it's a six and a half now in strength and that's, I think, the big mistake of judging a book by its cover. Your, your initial light, I'm depending just saying on how what's going on. it's a small cigar, so they, they obviously they need to make an impression on the smoker immediately. So that would tell me they're going to work the tips in right at the beginning. You're going to light it up. Absolutely where I was going to go to it. So this is what happened with this blend. The tips are worked on at the very beginning. Correct. As opposed to sprinkle them in. 
I'm a, I think I'm a sprinkling type of guy. Don't slam, slam me all at once. Let me ease into the thing before hitting I'm going to disagree head. with you that you are this type of guy because for you to smoke a fuller-bodied cigar, you need all the flavor at once, and then it calms down, and then you're actually happy. Now I'm loving it. But if it went the, the other way it, and it I just kind like, of oh built in strength, you'd be like, ah, it's getting too strong. It's too much. I can't do it. But you yeah. got hit it once and it calmed and, down. And that's when you end up getting sick as it's building the strength and you got to bail out. Right. Because mm-hmm. you know it's further on, it's going to get stronger. But I'm going to take this all the way down to the end. And I think, $16 cigar, I'm going to smoke it to the end anyway. I think part of it is that you're stubborn and you're older and you're set in Weird. your ways. I don't know why any and of that is, comes wow. into play. And this is the smoker Jeez. that you are, whereas this I'm younger and I'm developing. And this is why we're looking for a replacement for it. Bring it on. <laughs> oh, but, and by, by the way, the chat room's calling for Rudy to be his replacement. Ah, Rudy would be, be a, a good long, replacement. Be a long ride in every Saturday, <laughs> but I'm up for it. Come on in, Rudy. I could use a few Saturdays now, off. Now, is it me? Correct me if I'm wrong, and I know You're Jonathan wrong. well. But does it seem like Nicaraguan cigars are more front-loaded than other uh, nationalities, countries of origin? Uh, I'm going to say that that's manufacturer-based because you get somebody like Perdomo, and you smoke his um, bourbon barrel-aged Connecticut and that is a very similar flavor profile through it about uh, the two-inch mark. It builds in strength a little bit and then fades out. But I think Nick has come into his own as a manufacturer. He separated himself out of traditional Nicaraguan, and now he is, he's arrived. In well, my the Floyd Dominicana chisel. At the beginning of it, I can smoke that cigar. As it starts going down, I tap out. Yeah, yeah. And there's a Dominican that ends up building. So you, you got right, some Dominican, different guys. Dominican that, feels like it b- builds, and Nicaraguan feels right. like it slaps you in the face right at the beginning. Like, I can name more Nicaraguan yeah, cigars than Starboy. I agree. For the most part, I agree that that's what happens. You, you know it right off the bat. Um, but whatever. Well, you asked for it, Dave. And uh, this following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. There's a letter in your mailbox. And uh, Bo writes, hi, all. I believe that the best three cigars in the contenders were. Is this Bo Arbo that comes in? This is Bo Arbo. All right. Uh, Wise Man Maduro, Aladino Robusto. Sorry, Barry. The Robusto is the best. And Wayfarer. So definitely a good pick. However... Multiple times throughout shows, you've criticized cigars of the year, particularly Cigar Aficionado, for not picking one release this year. However, Aladino was introduced at the IPCPR in 2015 and in stores January of 2016, so your pick was two years old. I'm not saying it was a bad pick, just saying you should not criticize others when you did the same. Can I criticize you, Bo? (laughs) Yes, you can. Okay, so every cigar came out in 2016. Every single cigar before September 8th? August 8th. August 8th, 2016. Every single cigar, and they had minimal release. Right, and Aladino was a minimal release. Of course. So therefore, I'm correct and he's wrong. But every single cigar had to go through that process. So they put it out there in a small amount to get FDA approval that it's there, and then they released it for wide release at the IPCPR show this year, and it became the Cigar of the Year, and there's, you have it. So, a little ignorance or whatever it is, but... Um, well, a little bit of kind of pulling the trigger on the gotcha, a little quick there, but, you know, you certainly can find, you can find lots of cigars that become new cigars that get released yeah, in little so dribs may, and drabs. Someone does a favor for a retailer. So he knew somebody that had that dribs and drab of the Aladino early on or whatever, and we certainly had a whole bunch of early releases that uh, may 
have come out this year and some that never even came out this year right. that we right. had two years ago. Right, like the Aladino Maduro, I'm sure, was released in of the course. time frame. And now that you're going to say it's a new cigar this year, Aladino Maduro could become a cigar of the year this next well, year. Well, and let's face it, there, there can't be any new right. cigars on the market, and that's kind of the, the problem that we faced putting that contenders pack. There's no real new cigars, but... Or it couldn't be in the list. Correct. So every single cigar is now become an old cigar for FDA reasons. Don't blame Dave. Blame the FDA. That's the moral of the story. Here we go. All right. Also submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. And this is Michael writing in saying uh, he would like to see Rudy on the show more. Wow. Uh, And there's two people. He'd like to know the challenges a cigar smoker goes through uh, from which is different in every place. It would be great to have Rudy on as we a special guest. We can Skype Rudy. On, on a Skype to share the challenges a Canadian cigar smoker goes through. In fact, right here it says, Skype him in, get a monitor in the empty chair. We can do that. <laughs> <laughs> a little Max Hedrum action. <laughs> yeah. No, we can do that. Let's do that. Let's, let's add Rudy to it if he's up for it. We had Rudy come up for the anniversary party a couple of years ago, and he was here for a few days, but he wasn't here for the Saturday. Right. But we certainly yeah would have had him on here so he came up for the show but he came on the day the show wasn't happening so it's a canadian thing is that what you're going with yeah it's a canadian okay. thing but absolutely uh those that don't know rudy that haven't been listening to the show for a long time rudy is maybe possibly the first listener of the cigar he was Authority. on from he was on from the show that never aired he was on right from the beginning yeah vinnie DeSalvo. he called himself back then in the chat box He's yeah a glutton for punishment and he's still listening, and he's on here right now? Is he listening today? Cigar sadist. Yeah, he's there. He's he, there. Says, he says he's in for a guest appearance. All right. right. All right. We're going to tell you. You'll talk to Barry and uh, schedule it, and we'll have you on Skype, and we'll do a whole thing of uh, what's it like to be a cigar smoker in Canada, because that whatever's happening in these other countries are coming here, too. Oh, yeah. If FDA doesn't, uh, some of the stuff doesn't go away. It's coming. It's coming. Okay, um, what do we got? We got time for another squeeze, another one in, or you want to go to the classic three-way? Let's go to the classic, classic three-way. Classic we'll three-way. Okay. You've heard of epic rap battles. But now it's time for the epic battle. Wow, it's kind of intimidating to be in the presence of so many great athletes. For this day, tell anyone about this, I'll kill you. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. In classic history, is looking at you, kid. Brought to you by Classic Cigars. Nervous? Yes. All classic cigars are handmade and imported from the Dominican Republic and every cigar is priced under, get this, under $3 per cigar. You like that, baby? That is more where I came from, yeah! Choose any blend, including the Classic Connecticut for its mild and smooth taste, the Classic Maduro for its bold and spicy flavor, or the Classic Cuban for its sweet sun-grown and nutty overtones. That's undertones, you idiot! Whichever classic you choose, it's a classic cigar. Available at twoguyscigars.com that's twoguyscigars.com celebrate today with a classic cigar okay I didn't know how today was going to go bringing on all these people and if this thing was going to pan out so I geared up to, to go heavy at the end just in case we had to so I actually have 12 please don't go through all 12 I have so maybe 12 and one question and 11 tiebreakers <laughs> Don't say that to him. He gets nervous. I was confused. I actually have no tiebreakers. No tiebreakers. I, I just have 12 uh, 
All right, let's go to 10. Let's go to 10 That's questions. excessive. And two tiebreakers that we may or may not get to. It's excessive, but who's the, who's the champion? Mr. Jonathan still? I think, isn't it me? Didn't I, don't, I? I don't remember who won last week. Fashion last yeah, week? you can be. I thought it was me. Mr. Jonathan, Simon yeah. Boulevard, named dictator by Congress of Peru, February 10th, later having a cigar named after him. Simon Boulevard, born today, what year? Later having a cigar named after him. That's Boulevard. Uh, I'm going 1801. 1801. 1834. 1837. 1747. 1747. Mr. Jonathan will take it. It's 1824. You were two over. Tried playing the man there, Ed Sullivan. Ed Sullivan. So, Mr. Jonathan gets the point, but over to you. In the mood by Glenn Miller. Hits number one today. What year? 19... Uh, hang on, hang on, hang on. Ed Sullivan's going for it. I know, but I don't want him to say it. I don't want to change my answer. I'm, I'm keeping it. Thanks. We know what it is. Okay, what do you got? 1940. 1940, he says. Barry. 1939. 39. 32. 32. Somebody's got two points. Ed Sullivan. 1940 for two. Well played, Ed Sullivan. Barry, Tom and Jerry, the cartoon created by William Hanna and Joseph Barbera, debuted by MGM Today. What year? 1949. 49. 55. 55. 1952. 52. Everybody's over. Same exact day. 1940. Elvis Presley? I'm not going to tell you who it is. First That's ever cheap. recorded you gotta tell number us one who it is. selling million dollar, million copies sold of a record. Gold record. First ever. 1945. 45. 52. 52. I'm going right to say ahead. it was Bill Haley in the comments and it was 1955. 55. Actually, two of them, may, I mean, it was the Chattanooga Choo Choo by Glenn Miller, 1942. Hmm. So 1942. We're all over. Yes. All over. Um, Ed Sullivan. Ed Sullivan, do you think I'm sexy? By Rod Stewart, peaked at number one today. What year? I'm glad you continued on. I wasn't sure where to go with it. Don't everybody jump all at once. Do you think I'm sexy? Uh, Rod Stewart, number one. 1975. 75? 76. 76. I had 75 written down. 75. 76 will take it. It's 79. 76 will take it. That's Ed Sullivan. No, it would be Mary. That's Barry. Barry. Okay. So everybody's got a point here. Ed Sullivan's got two. Just for the record, if any one of us was less proficient than you are at this game, we would be fired. (laughs) Just pointing that that out. I understand that. It's for you now. (laughs) Elizabeth Banks. Barry Stein. You're way off of everything. He said it was him. No, it's Barry Stein that's going first. Elizabeth Banks, movie actress who played predominant roles in films of Seabiscuit, 40-Year-Old Virgin... Magic Mike, Double X, Hunger Games, Man in the Ledge, also starred in Fever Pitch, Lego Movie. She's from uh, Pittsfield, Massachusetts. Do you know who she is? No clue. Elizabeth Banks, born today. 1973. 73. 78. 78. 61. Anyone know who she is? No. Barry Stein gets the point. 
says 73. It was 74. Barry Stein gets a point. That's two for him, two for Ed Sullivan, one for Mr. Jonathan. This goes over to Mr. Jonathan. Huh? Oh, yeah. I get, I'm in control now. February 11th, tomorrow, Jennifer Anderson. It's birthday. TV actress. She was uh, Rachel Green on Friends, earned her an Emmy Award, Golden Globe Awards, Screen Guild Award, also starred in The Good Girl, um, Cake, Bruce Almighty, Horrible Bosses, Office Space, and We're the Millers. 1968. 68. I have 1966. 66. That's what I have written down. 66. 66. And 68, Mr. Jonathan will take the point. It's 69. So a point for Mr. Jonathan. We have a three-way tie. Three-way tie, and it goes over to Ed Sullivan. Thomas Edison, inventor, invented the light bulb, the phonograph, and the motion picture camera became a legend contributing to telecommunication industry with 1,093 U.S. patents. He was born today. What year? 1834. 1834, Barry. 1850. 1850. 19, I'm sorry, 1789. 89. And Ed Sullivan will take it at 1834. It's 1847. That goes to Ed Sullivan. And this question goes to Ed Sullivan. Yep. Burt Reynolds. Burt Reynolds, TV actor, a veteran who uh, lost in the competition of having the best mustache, also starred in the film's Deliverance, The Longest Yard, Smokey and the Bandit, Boogie Nights, and earned him lots of critical acclaim as Born Tomorrow. What year? 1942. 42, Barry. 35. 35. 39. 39. And Barry takes the point at 35. It's 36. Barry, three. Ed Sullivan, three. Mr. Jonathan, two. One question left. And we have two makeups in case we need it. Sarah Palin, politician, former governor of Alaska and Republican candidate for U.S. presidency with John McCain, is born tomorrow. What year? 75. 75. 1958. 58. 1970. 70. 58 will take the point. We have Tied a, up, baby. We have a three-way tie. And you got tiebreakers? I do. Oh, great. How do you like that? Two tiebreakers in case they're needed. In case they're needed, or do I do two tiebreakers? In case they're needed. In case they're needed. Thank God, Ed Sullivan. Tina Louise, movie actress, who played Ginger. On Gilligan's Island. It's born tomorrow. What year? Make it count. Whoever gets it is going to be our champion. Has everybody wrote it down? I'm in. Everybody My answer's locked in. Locked in? Locked in. Ed Sullivan, you're locked in? I am locked in. Who's this go to? Not that it matters. We're all locked in, but let's go Barry. 39. 39. 42. 42. 32. 32 for the point and the win. It's 34. Ed Sullivan is champion. our champion. And that's the classic three-way done mega style. That was really thrilling today. Huh? Because it thrilling. was high. I know. And it went on and it was kind of fast. Unbelievable. And I had, and I had it together for the <laughs> well, most part. As always. Not even close to together. Kind, kind well, of, kind it of was together. sort of like a cigar that starts off weak and builds in strength. Today. Mm, my cigar went out on me. Go figure. (laughs) So when you're lighting a cigar to relight a cigar that has gone out on you, once again, the trick to this is toast a cigar like you did, but instead of drawing it in and drawing the ashes and those flavors in, you blow out. 
it's blow, like blow out a couple times. It still lights, and it's perfect. Like you left off it. Well, why did they call it black honey? I have no idea. Barry, why did they call it black honey? I couldn't tell you why, but it's the uh, La Calamina blend with the El Oso wrapper, I believe. Because I don't have any. You're supposed to be the cigar news guy. But You're I couldn't tell you why stuff. they called it black honey. It's not black, and it doesn't taste like honey. Maybe Calamina's honey. El Oso was bear, black bear. Uh, maybe it's a combination a of the two. A bear eats the honey. Yeah, black bear honey. Eats the honey. Hmm. I'm going to go with that. All right. All right. And if it's not true, it doesn't matter. We're the cigar authority, and that's what it is. Speak for yourself. <laughs> and this ain't coming out again until next year. If it comes out at all. Wow. Because it was two years before it came back out again, and I haven't seen anything about it coming out a third time. And let me tell you, the packaging, it's just in a little bundle of 10 little cigars. It's the teeny little yeah, it's bundle. It's like a foil pack. Yeah. And, and, and that is black. It's black. And with, with a gold Sharpie or something, they wrote black honey on it, put yeah. a sticker, and that's the end of it. Yep. It's not going to win any packaging awards, no. that's for sure. And the band itself doesn't say black honey on it. It has the honeycomb sidewards. Would you say? Yep. Kinda, yeah, mm-hmm. like a beehive. Yep. And it says on it La Colomina on the side, which it's based off of that blend. Yeah. It's pretty much everything that you're against, marketing-wise, they and, did. And we waited a little while before we lit the cigar, but you're going to get an hour out of this yeah. thing, right? Yeah, it's a solid hour. For a little cigar like that, so I know you're looking at it and saying $16, an awful small cigar, you're going to get an hour out of it. Cheaper than going on vacation. Yeah, I was dying to try it. You got to try it. I, was more, I wasn't going to do it if they were completely sold out and it looked like we were going to be okay, so we'll make it the second cigar. But and it's, I was dying to try it. They wouldn't even let me try it when I was buying it. And it aged well. They actually released it early for California when California put out that uh, tobacco tax. So California got it, but they said they weren't quite ready yet, and they held them back. And it probably came out to the rest of retails around October. Uh, early November. Okay. And now here we are in February, and this thing has aged really well from back in November to now. No kidding. Yeah, it's, okay. it's a totally different cigar it's for the better. It's good. It's very good. Yeah, it's good. It's a lot of money, but it's good. I think they got something here. And uh, maybe they go to regular production with it. Who knows? That would be the play with all the FDA nonsense going on. Yeah. All right. What do we got here? We're out of time. That's it. So we like it. We like it. Give it a try. Find it. Uh, Next week, it's cigars and social media and the cigar media itself. We're going to talk about it. They're out there. It's not just the Cigar Authority talking cigars. There's a lot of people talking cigars. Let's dig into it. Let's see who's out there. Let's see what's happening on social media and cigars. You know, you hear that um, Cigar Aficionado ended up having their um, thing taken away, their... um, Podcast? Not their podcast, the app. The app. app. So uh, what what does that hold for us uh, as podcasters? Are we going to be able to keep doing this stuff? Can we get the word out? Uh, Who's getting the word out? We'll talk about that next week. Until then, you've been listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And if you've learned nothing else in the last two hours, always remember to keep the lid end out of your mouth. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.